Hello and welcome to the Ten of the Bin podcast, where I'm joined once again by Robin Luke. Before we take a look at rugby league over the weekend, I want to shamelessly plug our Instagram, which is at Ten in the Bin, where we post all of our other content. Anyway, how are we, boys? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you? Good. Yeah, I, I went. I went to races on Saturday. Had a few winners. I just want to give a shout out to Sione Metalsia. First try scorer in the Saints Catalan game, winning me a lot of money, and that helps towards my holiday. So thank you very much, sexy Sione. I can't believe you actually had it on. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I got him at put a five on twenty-five to one. But because I knew he was going to be named at centre with Percival Coral being out, I as soon as the squad was announced, Sky Bet's not quick enough for rugby league. So I got him priced at a back row. His price dropped to 13 to 1 pretty much two minutes later. So I got him, I got him when he was still priced at back row. Keep asking. Okay. I, yeah. I, I was walking from Haydock towards Ashton and I looked at my phone. I was, I was gone. I was fucking buzzing, singing state songs and everything. So yeah, good weekend <laughs> for me. Like a right knobhead. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Doesn't take much. What about you, Luke? Uh, yeah, I, I went out in London on Thursday. That was fucking well expensive. Um, that's how much a pint is oh, eight quid a pint of the Amstel this was in the train station spoons as well to start with was 6.75 that's in a spoon yeah Ooh, that's disgusting 6.75 for an Amstel I paid 6.50 for a Madrid at Adolf and I thought that was ridiculous this is a Madrid, better pint I didn't even Madrid enjoy it I had a pint of Beltons in York on Wednesday, and that was five fifty. But blows your socks off that stuff. They do it in the thingy in Billings. What's it called? Masons. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's nice. As the weird, as the weird white yeah. tap, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Nice beer. Were you in London for work, Luke? Yeah, I had a meeting on Thursday. Guess how much, right? I trained from Cardiff to Paddington is return. Any time return in the day. 250. Yeah, I was going to say that. 75 quid. That was with oh. a rail card. Do you That's know what like, So, like, every department but one department in there will get £6 from Paddington to Cardiff. But I'm in that one department that don't get the £6 from Paddington to Cardiff. <laughs> so annoying. Well, you, won't pay for, you won't pay it for you, though. Yeah, they pay for it. Yeah, but it's just yeah. don't get any. So I don't, I don't get any like um, personal use discount. Oh right, okay. Like sixty quid to get on, which is not bad. Seeing as it's hundred and seventy five to get Paddington. Still ridiculous that though. I know. Trains and crunch are a bit of a joke. I bet they were nice than uh, the northern northern trains though. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but it's still not worth the money. Can you oh. get to fucking work? Could you get like? Prague for that price probably well, I've just paid to, for Santorini and that was like 350 quid return <laughs> when are you going there? September I'm going oh. September oh. so I'll, I'll probably miss a few like NRL playoff games but oh yeah have you got your watch NRL? no I've thought that, but I'll have to I could take it no I won't get anything there anyway will I? yeah watch NRL works over there I, when I went to, I went to Crete last summer I went to Crete last September. Was all I did was watch rugby games. Uh, I might have to because if there's a bit, if because it, it'll be like what playoff by that time, won't it? Finals footy, so you want to get on can it. You get it can you pay just to the end of the season? You can play for a month, which is like I'm going to do that because I'm, think, I'm thinking once I get past the bye week, pay for a month. It's like twenty five quid or something. I'm going to do that when I'm away then. Well, it is worth it. Like, well, Sky Sky Gold doesn't work or anything when you're abroad, but 
NRL does because you've got to think it works over here, doesn't it? So it's going to work. Uh, you know, might be a stupid question. Do you have to pay for like, you know, like back in the day when you used to have to like pay for stuff on your phone, like data and stuff? Like because we're at the EU, do you have to pay for stuff? It's changed, isn't it? I don't know if it's fully changed, oh, but yeah. I, read, I read something the other day, it is changing like back to data roaming. Yeah, it's like you have to buy data roaming. It's a text, text yeah. you message when you're in uh, abroad <laughs> as a kid. Surely not. <laughs> Get I would, BBM. I remember, I remember when I was on pay as you go, and it used to be 10p a text, but you'd put like a tenner on, and I'd like, waste 10p just playing like hello or what are you up to? 20p just and what are you up to? <laughs> W-U-U-T. Yeah, it's crazy what you think about now, isn't it? 10p to send a text. Oh, um, if you want to send a picture, you're in trouble. You couldn't. That's Stephen. has gone to send a picture. <laughs> Well, what are you sending? <laughs> it wouldn't be that big, bro. <laughs> but yeah, you should get you should get on the watch NRL. Uh, it's, it's, it's good when it works abroad and just makes the morning go dead. Like I was getting up in the morning, grabbing grabbing myself a, a is it Mythos or Mythos the Greek beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just putting the watch NRL around the pool, living the dream. It was unreal. I, ended up, I, I actually ended up meeting a guy over there. I, mean, I, I ended up meeting a guy over there at a pen. He was wearing like a different NRL pole, uh, like vest every day. And I don't, I never really spoke to him properly, but he, we all, we sort of just not acknowledged each other because I think he knew, he must have noticed I was watching the game. So every time I walked past him, he'd nod at me. I'd be like, hello. <laughs> Honestly, every day. He, he was, he was like, probably he, thinking, why is this fucking weirdo nodding at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is he staring at me as I walk past? <laughs> I should have, I probably, if I'd turned around most days, he'd probably been behind me watching. That's probably what was going on. He had a vest for every, every team. That's something like you would do, isn't it? I think, to be honest, it might be time for me to get a new vest for the holiday. Yeah, well, a camera one. I might have to get a camera one. I might get a new camera one. They've changed the green a bit to what I had 10 years ago. So I need, I need one. Can't I just go in the wash? No, it's dark. It's like a darker green. I have to show it. I have to wear it on the uh, live show when we do one. <laughs> it's dead hard. It's dead hard to get them over here, I think. It is. I'll um, tell you what I will say about rugby gear. Sorry, Luke. Go on. Go on. I was going to say... Um, I don't. I don't want to see the new Rain Saints brow. Nice with the like the with the deeper red with the deeper V. It's really yeah. nice. The polo. That's Dad's really got nice. it for holiday. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm half tempted to get it for myself. Saints are bringing out. I'll tell you what, Saints have up their gear this year, haven't they? I think it's but, nice, mate. Yeah. I think we've all ended up buying trading tops this year, and we wouldn't usually do that. It's nice stuff. No, it's actually good to be fair. Got I polo. do need some Australian stuff. It's just like. There's not many shops around the UK to get them, is there really? Doesn't that Lavelle's Rugby still do it? Because that's where I got mine from back in the day. I don't know if that's still a shop. I think they just have very limited stock. I think that's where I got yours from, George. I'm not sure. Because they used to have loads, but like a couple of years ago. Mine's coming away with me to Spain, Luke. Where you go when are you going, George? Um, I go on the 14th, away for 10 days and going to Spain. But uh, I've got my, I've already got my watch NRL sorted, so you'll have to get the uh, Titans jersey on. I am, I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm taking it. I've got to get as much use out of it before Tino comes over for the World Cup when I get him to sign it. We say that. Speaking of World Cup, Brian Toe. Yeah, yeah but I, there seems to be a bit like, well, it's NRL 360, so I'm not surprised. But there's a lot of outrage about that. I don't get the big hoo-ha about it. Assuming. Yeah. It might be different for us because, like, we aren't <clears throat> Australian or anything. It might be a big thing to change. I don't know. 
because like for, to me it doesn't seem like a problem at all but it's whole like you play a state of origin you're meant to be Australian isn't it but he's not the first and he won't be the last because Tony Staggs isn't going to play for Australia this year and he played the first game of origin Man, he's, he's probably the first person who's actually going to get picked for Australia's turn yeah I was about to say he's the first like first name on the team sheet that's chosen not to play for Australia most of them are just like players that probably good enough but won't get in yeah true that, do you reckon that's why they're fuming is that they, they're so used to getting their own way with who's going to play for them that they're now like shit because he sets a precedent doesn't it mm, probably wouldn't it be great if loads of them just boycott Australia well, and clear, clear he can play for Samoa can he yep that's never happening though yeah, it's no. never happening of course because I think he probably is more Australian than he is Samoa in, in his, like, his own mind what could you imagine but I was thinking about the uh, Samoa team actually now because I know you, last week you said about Crichton at fullback. Could you potentially do this instead? We have Staines at fullback, mm-hmm. May Toho, Targo Crichton, so you can Easy. fit them all in. And you have and you have a Panthers back five. Have a Panthers back five. Mm-hmm. Lui six. Lui six. Uh, Milton seven. That would that would make such a difference. The, the combinations that you can have if you play that helps yeah. a lot. You love Nuffley, well, don't we? What are we gonna play? Uh-huh. Yeah, but if, no, but that's the thing. Like, you've got to, you'd probably drop May then, wouldn't you? I'd rather have May. I think after this season, I'd rather have May. I would. I'd I'd I would be surprised if Nofaluma would play, but I would rather have May. But that's the thing, is it with the wingers? Like, how good would Nofaluma be an independent team? Yeah, probably. He's not the best year, but he's a good winger, Nofaluma, isn't he? Honestly. Yeah. I think he's... Yeah. Well, we'll come to the West later. Uh, I think we'll move on to the first game of the NRL. A good round, I thought. Um, obviously, we had we had our predictions, but we went a bit, bit differently to each other. But I think it was justified. There were some good games this round, teams that we didn't expect to win, like Manly, uh, Newcastle. Like get the everyone surprise. I predicted. <laughs> um, I don't think you went that. I think you got about three, right? Like, well, come on, we'll come on. on that's what I mean. Everyone I predicted to win didn't. I know, yeah. Really? That's, I think that's the beauty of these sort of rounds. You get some rounds where you can go eight, eight, eight teams are going to win and eight teams. But, well, Opening around the weekend on Thursday, it was Manly Storm. Manly winning 36-30. Um, I honestly didn't see that one coming at all, but they they, they were superb, basically, for about 69 minutes, Manly, weren't they? It's weird, wasn't it? Because, like, that first 60, 65 minutes for Manly, they were probably the best they'd been all year. Yeah. Storm were probably the worst they'd been all year. And then all of a sudden, Storm turned it on and probably the best they'd been in a good few weeks. It's just like, what do you take from that game? They scored four in the last six minutes, didn't they? Uh, Melbourne. And they missed, I think they missed, I can't remember if they missed all the conversions, but if they'd, if they'd have got six points on each one of them tries, they'd have been level. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Cherry Evans missed a few kicks kick as well. I hope Garrett's back here because I can't deal with Cherry Evans kicking. It's it's hard to watch. But suddenly he's so good in-game kicking. It's like he's scared of a tee. Different though, isn't it? Yeah, it is different. Yeah, bad game really. Um, bit worrying for Storm. Is it does it show that Munster's the one that they rely on? Or is it that perhaps a bit Pat was rusty one until the end? Yeah. He was ready, but he showed, he still showed his class in those last ten minutes. I think he was good. He had good spells in the game. I think he um got an assist at some yeah. point as well. But then he obviously kicked it straight to Cooler quite early in the game. He is so quick. He is fast, isn't he? Left half now's been dead. And he didn't even, and I, I didn't even look like he was out third gear as well. That was the scariest thing about it. <laughs> I'd like to see, I'd like to see him and Sab just running against each other. See who's actually quicker. 
I think I'd back Saab, you know. It's those long legs. It's them long legs, yeah. Yeah. He, did well. I, I'm, he scored a try, didn't he? Where in DC passed it behind yeah. him, it might be forward, but he did really well to regather the ball and put it down. I think it was Garrick that passed it to. Or was it Garrick? Well, I think they got passed. Yeah, there was. And he did well to keep all the ball and ground it, but I actually don't think it was a bad player, really, for Manly. They all played, all played well. I thought DC was class, to be fair, considering the criticism he might have took after the second Origin game. Um, he got two try assists and then he kicked that 40 20 as well, which was, you know, the one Pappenhausen tried to salvage. Yeah. Class yeah, kick that. He was class for about 65 minutes, though, but a few of them tries that Stone scored were down his side, I thought. I know, but they, they, beat, they beat Melbourne at the end of the day and he had a lot to do with it. I know, yeah. like, it's weird. It's, it's a weird one for both coaches because, like, you'd be, for Manly, you'd be absolutely made up until 65 minutes came and then you'd be like, why have we fell away so bad? And Storm, you'd be fuming until that last 15, so... I think if you're dead hard though, you, well, you can't forget that last 15, but you've got to take more positives from the first 65 than negatives from the last 15, don't you? Yeah. Because if you just beat Storm and then you go in on that one, or on the next training session, like, you were shit, like, this is what we need to change, this, this, this. It Player morale goes down, doesn't it? You want to try and keep an angle. How good were you using the first 65 minutes? Yeah, I thought Olaquati was in oh, I was going to say... Is he the best second row in the league at this minute? Just behind yeah. kick row. That's, that's, that's a bold statement, but he's playing and well. Who did you say first, first one, Luke? Kick out and Papa Lee. Oh, yeah. But I, mean, I, I was saying right now, probably a bold statement to say he's the best, but on form, that yeah, was an unreal try. It was an unreal. He, should, he had no right. Yeah. You know what's mad about Kickout? How come he's, there's never, ever been any talk about him like trying to play Origin? For Gene, any? Like, surely everyone seems to find a way to be able to be eligible for Origin. So, otherwise, he's never even been talked about. I wonder if he's not, like, even slightly Australian, though, if that makes sense. Like, he has no I idea. The, I get the impression that he's like, um, what, what's uh, Olam? He's like PNG. I get the impression that Kickout's like Fijian. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. I'll look. I'm surprised no one's ever tried to like. Would he play Origin? Origin? Do you think he'd play Origin? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know like what state. No one's ever talked about it. So it mustn't be associated. To well, it, well, he'd surely be New South Wales, wouldn't he? Because if he's if he's from Penrith, well, not from Penrith, but has he always been in Penrith? He's bought. He was born in Nalzori, Fiji. Yeah. So that's probably well, why. Yeah, but like, so does that mean like you know all the. Players who've played for like Samoa and Tonga, they're always born in Australia so they can play State Rodden and they, they use the heritage. The I think most of them are because I know Mullet, uh, what's his name? Mulatalo. Yeah. Yeah, Mulatalo was, uh, he was born in New Zealand and he moved to Australia when he was 13 and they didn't let him play, did they? And there was some rule that he got to have lived in Australia since the age of like 11 or something, wasn't it? So he'd been out by like a couple of months. But that was even weirder though because he played. Underage, yeah. um, origin, yeah. hadn't he? That was just a big in one. general from the sport, wasn't it? I think they just got it all wrong. Yeah. I felt sorry for him for that because if I you did. played in the underages, like, why can't you let you play in there? Exactly, yeah. exactly. I seen something. Oh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't go on record saying this, but I'll, but what about? I think it was twenty seventeen. The, the under nineteen origin twenty seventeen. Seen some of the players who played in that. Off the top of my head, it was like Jason Saab, Matt Burton, Stephen Crichton. Like, yeah. it, it, they were yeah. basic. There was a lot of players who played in that who ended up going on to play in the NRL. So, 
it's not really fair on Mulatalo that he would probably be one of them who played around that time, but then he never got to play Origin. Well, it's, like, it's mad, like, it's basically, if you play Origin at like, under 18s and 19s, you, you like, got half the team, probably three quarters of the team end up making it to first grade, it's mad. Do you reckon they know that when they make it? Like, if you get paid for Origin, you're like, fuck, I actually might have a career here, like, take it serious yeah. now. But it's like, like, have you ever seen, like, the England under-19 team? And, like, there's one or two who've made it. But then the state of origin now, like, half the squad, it's mad. I don't, I don't really watch England under-19. I'm only really interested in uh, England universities. <laughs> you know what so, I want to know when you talk about the young ones? When Saints normally go to Australia, this, I think this is right. They normally win all the, like, most of the games. They, play they do, yeah. Never do, they play, do they play the best teams down under? Do they play the best academy team possible? Or... Against that a lot, or is it just like a case of at a young age we're better than them, and then something happens at some stage where they progress a lot further. Yeah, I think they found something called steroids after that, and then. (laughs) 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 But I think Saints often play Penrith as well. If I can remember the Australia tours, yeah, we played Penrith quite a lot, so we would have we played they played Penrith when Alex went down. Yeah, that must. I mean, we're the same age as like Stephen Crichton. Tahoe. He must have played against them. Well, it'd be interesting to see, wouldn't it? Yeah, I swear Cleary played against Cleary played against the one before yeah, seventeen. Didn't Cleary play in St. Helens though? Because there's a picture of him in St. Helens gear, isn't there? Yeah. With, no, that's, uh, on the Austri- that's on the that's on the that's on the Australia tour. And they give him good playing well, he's that man of the match or something. Yeah, yeah, um, good gear. So I wonder if that's the case that they play up an age group in Australia or something. Possibly. Maybe. The only player I know that Alex ends up playing who's now out today is uh, Suley. Pappenhausen played for West as well, didn't he? Did he play against Pappenhausen? Um, uh, may, I might, that might... I know for definitely he played against Suley, but we'll have to find out for next week's podcast. Uh, yeah. But he definitely played against Suley, which I think is still pretty sick, because he's a good player. Yeah. Him, so. But yeah, that's, it, it's an interesting point, actually, isn't it? That Saints go over, do well, and then like look at Penrith now, who we would have played about five, six years ago. It must be something we're missing there, like Luke said. It must be up an age. There's something not right there, is there? No. Well, actually, yeah, if you've heard the Australian tour to have Saints, it's not one age group, is it? Three age groups, isn't it? Three age groups. Uh, and I wonder if they play, like, the youngest age group of Penrith, maybe. Probably. I don't know. I, I, but that would make sense a little bit, because then, like, you, your forwards might just be a lot bigger than their forwards. It's true. Yeah. We'll have to get our good mate on for an insight of that at some point. Yeah, and that'd be a yeah. good way to get him on, just talk about sort of the academy setups and that. Mm. Yeah. Or Jake. <laughs> oh, Jake. <laughs> he is a witness in Saints Academy player in the past. Yeah. Well, if we go, if we just go back to the game quickly, um, I was going to ask you, I know we've talked about this a few, for a few weeks now, Hoop and Garrick at full lap. Are you it's coming not- to the point where you think, he could play there in the long term, or is it still just filling in for Tom? He's definitely still filling in for Tom Manley. No, but I not, think a couple, not at Manley, I think yeah. A, yeah, I think there's a couple of teams in the league who wouldn't turn Ruben Garrett down. Yeah. Yeah, but there's not many. Is it the same conversation we had last week about Joey Manley? Like, well, is he good at fullback but better somewhere else? I'm not sure. It's, it's difficult because he probably is. Apart from Manu, would you say the best backup at a club? Can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. 
So if you look at other clubs that could do with him, who would you rather have, Laurie or Garrick? Right now, Garrick. Who would you rather have, Laurie or Avarillo? Avarillo. I hate Dane Laurie. <laughs> so this, is, this, is, this is Rob's way of just getting his hate for Laurie out. He was waiting for someone to say what he's <laughs> oh, He's not listening. I know, yeah. I hope he is. <laughs> There's an argument to say that he could, he probably could be a starting for, for the lower teams, but it's whether you want to be playing for those crap sides, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, but if the, the money's better at playing fullback than it is playing at winger, isn't it? Good goal, goal, goal kicker as well. So great, great goal kicker. Must have yeah, something. Yeah. Never know. Could turn out like a Corey Allen or something like that. <laughs> that is true. When's he that signing is... in Super League? <laughs> I can't believe he's still in the NRL. It's always weird, it's isn't it? Because like, like we actually, I, I, I enjoy rugby all rave and stuff. Whenever someone shit over in Australia, our first thought is, who's he going to play for in Super League? Like, it shows <laughs> how bad the standard is, doesn't it? Well, Tex always moving to Hull FC, is it? Yeah, yeah. he's moving to one of the yeah. local. The fancy he, goat, Tex Hoy. He got me 35 this week, just what you'd expect. <laughs> yeah. Pass around more than Kim Kardashian, our fancy, hasn't he, Tex Hoy? <laughs> Massively. Well, mainly between me and Luke. It's always the fact that he could, you never know, he could just perform at fullbacks. I hate picking up wingers and fancy. Apparently, he was quite highly rated when he came through, Tex Hoy. Yeah. I don't think he's the worst player. Yeah. He did. He did well. He did well this week. I think. Right. I mean, they did did play against the shit Titans. So you you honestly, you, you could play the blind team against those and you still score some points. Yeah. Just before we go on to the uh, Titans tonight, you've not actually read out the predictions for this game. Well, well teams, I want to ask that. Um, well, I was going to wait till the, the end of all the results, but okay, just for this one, we'll. we'll do do it, are you not going to do it individual games? You yeah, I think you should. Okay, all right, well, you've caught me off guard, so give it a second. But yeah, we know why Rob's wanted to go for this one first. Uh, oh, is this one, is this one that I got right? He's the only one predicted a manly win. He said 2016 to manly. But I can't believe you got this right. Not even right. Both, both me and Luke predicted Storm. So yeah, congratulations. Yeah, well, done. Credit there. well done. Yeah, I didn't see it. I just, I find it hard. And Penrith are putting the same bracket just to that back against the Storm. What's interesting is that Storm are on the same points as the Cowboys now. Yeah. That is insane. Who would have thought that at the beginning of the year? <laughs> do, you think, do you think the Patch Fink Penrith have basically boxed off the minor premiership now? Yeah. Most of. Can't I see think, yeah, I still think that Storm, now they've got a pat back, but by the end of the year, they get into a groove and they'll still be the biggest threat to Penrith. But at the minute, it's looking like there's only one team can win. It's like Saints in Super League. Like oh. Penrith literally lost one game this season. Makes me laugh. That's the Eels. The Eels, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was and, and the Eels like passing, but like it weren't like it wasn't like a 50-50 game and such. Like, the Eels were the better team by by some distance that game. If I remember right, I know they battered them. It's just I can't see Perry if we're going to lose against. It's the, it's the interesting one. They did. They, to be fair, we'll get onto the game in a bit. But Bruce just give them a game this week. They give them a game, and I think they got a lot of decisions go their way. But yeah, like we said, we'll come on to that one. For me, like I said, Melbourne for the Titans. Anything else want to be said about Manly Storm? Melbourne, I think Melbourne will finish second. Uh, yeah. As for Manly, they, they that's could a get big that win eight. for them. They could get that eight spot. 
I'd be worried if I was a Canberra Raiders fan, that's for sure. Listen, we're still playing well. <laughs> we got robbed on Sunday. Oh, that's, that is... Yeah, I can't see a world that the Roosters don't get in the top eight. Where are they sitting at the moment? 10th? The world below, Manly, but yeah, the 10th. I think you've got to start taking the Dragons and Manly seriously. Yeah, I do too. And yeah. south of the trail back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so tight that around that set, like, 6 to, to 12, 11 spot, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. We'll move on to Newcastle Titans. Uh, yeah, we've all spent too long on this one. Newcastle running away 38 12. Do you know what, actually? Credit where it's credit. Credit's due. I thought Newcastle played really well. Didn't have to do much, but they did play well for Newcastle. No Ponga. And uh, I, I, there was no Jake Clifford either, was there? So they, to, to score almost 40 points is quite impressive. I think that was one thing they did really well this this week. The spine was really good. Clue yeah. Milford, actually. Hard to read into it because the Titans have been so poor recently, but Milford and Clune looked like they actually had a bit of a connection going on. I was shocked. Did, and yeah. Hoy, Hoy played his part as well in that, but yeah, they might have something there. They might do. Yeah. I thought they have such a good pack than eyes, don't they? Yeah. It's a good point. It's yeah. And I thought it's probably the best game they've had all season, one of them anyway, and they didn't have Ponga. And it's a confidence booster for them. The, thing is, the positive sounds are Milford's getting better game by game. He still has summit in him, doesn't he? Yeah. He's probably, he's probably destined to go to the Dolphins next year, but <laughs> if, I think rumours that they want Jackson Hastings, which could be interesting, but it's a weird one for the Knights. They've just got to try and get a few of these little wins before the end of the season and go again next year. Yeah, I mean, it's a good win for the Knights, but like I don't know how much they can take from it because the Titans were piss poor and are piss poor. I don't know what's don't going know. on with you, George. It is. Yeah. It's top to bottom. It's going wrong top to bottom. It seems like the players aren't interested. The coaching's going wrong, but the recruitment's been pretty poor. Like, I, mean, I look at someone like Isaac Liu, who we brought in. I thought he was going to come in and be a bit of a leader this year. He's been poor. Like, that's the only way I could describe him. Like, the recruitment's going wrong. So every facet of, of the club at the moment isn't working. But I don't, I don't understand the way he rotates the pack. Oh. Like, why was why why was Lake on the bench again? Oh, and who did he start with? Liu and Wallace. Wallace. Was it? Wallace. And Wallace, Wallace is a, he's a liability. He's off at the end of the season. Why are you starting him over your twenty your young prop who's origin? He looks around origin to play a thirty year old prop who's off to the Dolphins next year. Just Jared Wallace. Jared Wallace's stats in that game: twenty eight meters. 18 tackles. Liabilities. <laughs> How many did he miss? I don't know. That is god off, wasn't it? Probably too many. Not good enough for me starting prop that. Yeah, no, it is. One of the weirdest things was I thought Brimo was quality. He, he yeah. was very good. He over, over he's 200. Got a to make there. Hmm? He does have a to make. Because Campbell, I think Brimson's best position is for WAP. No, yeah. it's weird, isn't it? But I don't think Paul Turner's offering much to. No, they don't deserve to be dropped. But yeah, the Titans are all over the show. I mean, it's, it, I just don't know what, where they even go. Do you, you yeah. hold out? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning every week. I lean more towards Holbrook out. Uh, I just don't know. Like, 
I just don't think he's the right man to take us forward. It seems like the players have sort of gave up on him. And he's he sounds like so like where can you go then? How can you win back that dressing room? Because he seems like he's lost it. He's made some re- when you look back now, hindsight, obviously it's everything, but he's made some questionable decisions, hasn't he? From the Fogarty decision to like I mean you know Sexton looks good, but quite a lot of pressure for a young lad. The yeah. theta decisions like played him at centre one week, played him like long periods of time now, he just plays him off the bench. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, mean, I think if I was higher up in the Titans right now, I'd be looking at as good as Fafita is, shifting someone like Fafita, getting rid of his contract and um, spending a bit more wisely on a better spine. I think it's not our only problem because I actually think, you may not agree, but I think Aaron Clark's a good player but a terrible hooker. <laughs> he's, he's actually quite a good ball playing 13, similar to the way that... Um, Walker is for Manly. He's not a world beater, but he's a good 13 starting at loose or playing at 14. But he's a dreadful hooker. And for what around me now, 16 weeks of this season, we've stuck with him. And there's been no even inkling to try and try someone different. There must be someone in reserve grade at playing a hooker that you could just give a go. Yeah, I'm strangely... I don't know whether I'm biased because he's been at Saints, but I'm not Holbrook out. Yeah. Think about how bad... Titans have been for so many years yeah. and he's brought he's, he's turned them around I know they're having a bad season this year but he's brought he's got playoffs last year Yeah. and the other thing is who'd you bring in you that's why I'm not like there. that's why I'm no, not no. yeah would yeah, you not right. gain anything from sacking him now maybe get rid of him at the end of the year and rebuild that way but right now I don't know who you bring in here's a hypothetical question you already remember Manus do you and someone goes and the Titans come up to you and go, We'll give you Wolf for Holbrook. Do you take it? Yeah, I think I do too. Because Wolf's going anyway, so that's what I mean. Him, I'll take it. That's why I'm a bit more Holbrook out because I'm like, Well, if Wolf's going, then we'll just get Holbrook back. I can't see him coming back again. He, he wouldn't come back, no. He doesn't know to make his name and he's done that, so I don't know why he'd come over and then make his but name. But, again. He, but, he, but he's ruined his name, yeah. not ruined his name, but like he'll struggle to get a job <laughs> over there because he gets taken away from the Titans, doesn't he? I think the thing that's not working is his favor, in his favour is the fact that he's like he's paid money for Fafita. They've got someone like Tino in. They've got some good young... Like Brimson's come through. Um, Jaden Campbell's come through. Texas come through. And it's still not really... I mean, they are young, but it's still not really working. But, I think uh, they've got I'm, some good young players. It's just... They just can't seem to put it all together and have a good, create a good performance off the back of it. They need an experienced half, I think. In my yeah. an experienced half and more experienced hooker, maybe, but they're not that far away. And you know, you're saying about a spine, you're not that far away. I don't think it takes a shift in a million pound contract to fix the spine. No, I just it's someone experienced in there. No, it doesn't. I'm not, I don't, I'm not like I love Safita. Like, if you can get him performing as he does sometimes, I keep him, but we pay him so much money. If you can shift someone like his contract out, get rid of print, and then like you can, you can divide that money into two a decent hooker and a decent half rather than paying a, a million pounds to a back row. He's not even playing over 50 minutes. That's my yeah, problem. Yeah. And I'm sorry, look, and I'm going back to our recruitment problem. Is like, I look at the recruitment for next year, bringing in Kieran Foran, which on one hand is a smart decision to bring in some experience into that spine. But you've got Campbell, Brimson, Foran, Sexton trying to fit into three positions. And like, 
and who who do you drop then? Because do you drop Sexton and you lose all his confidence and and then his ability, like he's he's not learning the NRL. Do you drop like do you not play four and you've just signed? Brimson should be playing and so should Campbell. Like so I don't know where you're trying to fit four people into three positions and someone's gonna massively lose out. I'd actually forgot you'd signed for him, but I think that is a good move looking at it now. He's on a lot of money though, isn't he? I don't know. I, yeah, a lot of money for someone like Kieran Ford. Yeah, but I think it, it, I think it's a good move to play with Sexton. It is correct, but then who? So then you, you drop one of Campbell or Brimson. One of them, one one of Campbell or Brimson is going to go, aren't they? And that's just ridiculous for me. Yeah, I think I think Campbell's in trouble, isn't he? Which is madness to think of it. Yeah. Would could the Dolphins look at someone like Campbell? Queensland I'm going straight for him. Yeah. They need a they need a they need a fullback as well, don't they? Yeah. I think he could be something special, Cam. I've said it a few times, but he just needs to stay fit. I'll tell you something yeah. now as well. Just a, you know, a quick thing. I'd be willing to pay for the plane ticket to the Gold Coast to personally drive Jermaine Sarkle to the Dolphins as well. So <laughs> I would do it tomorrow. He, I know <laughs> If Callum Watkins and, stuff, and people like that can't make it to the Gold Coast, how he still keeps getting played, I do not know. He <laughs> is fucking dreadful. Yeah, honestly, he's played Origin. I think, yeah, I just find that bonkers. No, he's not. Asaka's a New Zealander, isn't he? Have we played Origin? Oh no, I'm thinking of Philip Sammy. No. Sorry, I'm thinking of Philip Sammy. Just as bad. Yeah, yeah. you got a lot of average backs in it, outside backs, haven't you? Yeah, but I think if you get a more settled experience, fine, you can work around that. It's also a team that doesn't have poor outside backs. They're nice. Dom Young. <laughs> the absolute boy. Have you, have you heard his stats? Go on. Hat trick, yeah. line break, five tackles, six tackle breaks, 294 metres. Yeah, they won't. And that finished. The, the finish was first try or second try. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a very good finish. Yeah, he probably won't even get in the England squad because Sean Wayne only picked Wigan has done it. He's already he's committed to Jamaica this week. Has he? Oh, yeah, actually. Yeah. That's a oh. joke. To I play with I... his brother. Oh. He plays Wigan. Well, that's annoying. I think I'm I'm looking at Sean Wayne for that. You can well, Sean I... make a nice uh, like a, a relationship with him and get him in the England side. I read on one of the one of the rugby league pages that apparently Sean Wayne went to see the England lads down under a few weeks ago, um, mm. talked to them about the World Cup or whatever. Didn't meet up with Dom Young. Oh, that's just ridiculous. He said he didn't because there was some like clash or something that like he didn't get a chance to. But I think you've got to make yourself. It you doesn't matter what. You don't need to go see someone like Elliot Whitehead. Yeah, like I know it sounds stupid, but Elliot Whitehead's going. He's going to go, and he's probably the vice captain or whatever. He may be captain. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you go and see someone like Dom Young, Kirby Farmer, people who haven't even made that England set up before. That's where I'd be going anyway. Definitely. Well, now it's looking like at one stage we're going to have Herbie and Dom Young in the England team. Now we're not going to have either. I think we'll have Herbie. There's hope for Herbie, apparently. Yeah, there's hope for Herbie. Um, and that's a bit disappointing, that, but then are we being hypocritical because we just mentioned Toto? Pretty similar situation, isn't it? I guess, but it's fucking Jamaica. They'll get nailed by everyone. Yeah. They, they, they love he it, though. Those. Like, Ben Jones Bishop loves it as well, doesn't he? Like, he's, he's really passionate about representing Jamaica. So, I imagine Dom Young's in the same bracket. Well, Dom Young's, like... Dom Young's becoming a top, top winger in the NRL. Yeah. You've got to make him 
you've got to force him to play for England almost. I know we said about Tahoe, but if you're an England selector or Sean yeah. Wayne, you've got to literally say, we'll do whatever, play for England. Because who are the other options? We've got Makinson, and then it's like Ryan Hall or Matt Ashton. John, Tom Johnston. Tom yeah, Davis. Like, sorry. Adam Carr is a replacement as opposed to fucking Ryan Hall. It's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shame because actually you are right. Dom Young is really becoming a top top NRL winger, and he's got all the attributes to be to be the perfect modern winger. Big, strong, quick, can finish. There's not a lot he can't do. It's good in the area. Been surprised, been surprised by his finishing. I thought that's something he didn't have. Because he came over the centre. Yeah, yeah. I seen him play. You probably seen him play for Huddersfield, Luke. I, I know I did yeah. when they played Saints, and he was playing on the wing. Right? And he, he's. He's a big lad. Like yeah. six four, eh? Yeah. Stands out though when he's on the pitch. Stands out with big lad. <laughs> I think you've got to give a shout out to big old Hendrick Lee. We do. Yeah. Five, five tries. <laughs> All against Jermaine Sarko. <laughs> That's the first time a night's ever done it, isn't it? Awesome. Yeah. Is it? To yeah. be fair, I'm taking Young's performance over Hendrick Lee. I know he scored five, but. Lee, uh, he did he did well enough to be in the right place at the right time. I yeah, I, I do agree with that. But to be fair, though, he's a finisher. I, I think he's a bit, a little bit underrated. He's not the worst winger in the world. Yes, slightly. We kind of take, we kind of take the we take the pace, yeah. But you know, he's a good player, isn't he? Um, more of a finisher. Yeah, he won't make the hard yards, really. But no, which I think Don, that's something Dom Young does. Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> I can't believe he's not playing for England. That's just... I think he will eventually. Maybe give him this World Cup. He will, but it's a home World Cup. Yeah. To be honest, if I was English, I'd rather play World Cup in Australia anyway. Yeah, true. Really? So at least some people actually turn up to them games. <laughs> yeah. true. true. Very true. <laughs> but yeah, it's not looking good for the Titans, but I think that's the type of win that Newcastle needed to sort of just keep them away from that wooden spoon conversation. Uh, that one has got your name half written on it, Gerald. Pretty much does yeah. now, yeah. Us or West, I think. Just just wanted to quickly back up Luke's point about the Knights forwards having one of the better game as well. Um, Clem, 198 metres. Barnett, 190 metres. Daniel Saifiti, 152. Frizzell, 140. Jacob, 129. Most of them went over 100. I know, we've said it a few times on this podcast, uh, teams performing poll and they're like, one or two, one max forward over 100 metres. They've got basically the whole pack. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a recipe for a good for a good team, isn't it? I wonder yeah. what, um, how many t- uh, Titans boards got over 100 metres. Isaac Lee went for 125 and both Firmo went for 104. That's it. That's it. Jesus Christ. Not good enough. Not good enough. But yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about Holbrook going, hasn't there? But I actually think he looks like he might stay. As of right he, now, he looks like he, he stays. He looks separate, didn't he? The other day, all the reports were saying Holbrook's getting sacked. But Yeah, I think even we put it on our story, didn't we? Yeah. I think on it's... our at in the bin Instagram story. Yeah, at Ten in the bin. Uh, <laughs> But I, I do, do you reckon it's because it's so deep into the season? Nothing would really change if they get rid of him now. They're not going to make the playoffs. 
then maybe just see it out to the end of the season and you get someone in, they get the full pre-season ready to go. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's my way of looking at it. It's not like the, if they get rid of him now, it's not going to make, they're not going to make the eight tally, so. I think you're right. I think stick with him then. And just yeah. end of the season, like reassess it all. You're right. Yep, I agree. Just a quick one uh, on Fafita, actually. I said a few rumours about him swapping Fafita and Haas. What do you think, Luke? I don't Actually, the two resident Bronco and the Titan. I mean, Jordan, was it? I like Luke answer first, because I don't want my answer. I don't want it at all. And I do. <laughs> you, you say you do, George, but your point before about spending £1.2 million on David Fafita, you were paying not far off that for Haas, and then you not, can't spend any spine again. I'm not hearing it. We've got Kieran Fallon coming in. I don't think Brock has do that, surely. I, I do, because if you're going to pay that much money for a forward, I'd rather be paying it on paying Haas than Fafita. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the only thing I can think of is at least Venables are getting feet a better ball, but I don't want him back on a million dollars. No. But Fafita can be the best second row in the league. He just needs more ball. Okay, yeah, that's right. But you don't pay anyone. No. Regardless who it is, a better row over a million dollars. No, no. Unless you're the goal coast. Anything else on Newcastle Titans? No, nope. we're good. Well, I'm glad we've moved away from that one. Um, Panthers Roosters next. I actually think this may have been the game of the round. Well, there's quite a few good games, but I really enjoyed this game. Uh, I think the Roosters give, I mean, the Panthers end up winning 26 18, but Roosters give them a game. And I think a few dodgy ref decisions probably let the Roosters down a bit. Controversial, I want it. Rose controversial. Uh, what did you think of the Angus Crichton Simbin? I don't. Think it was a simbin? I think it is. I think you see a lot of them that don't get given. Just grab him. I know, but do you not think? Do you not think? Do you ever watch replays back when they score yeah. and stuff like that happen? And it, nothing. There's no retrospective action. It, it's only because they haven't scored or haven't made any the opportunity that he's been simbin. Yeah, I thought Marnie played well at six. He did. That surprised me, you know. Oh, I said last week I prefer it four back to six, but he had a really good game. <laughs> he bounces off players. He fourteen tackle breaks. He does Jeez. bounce off players. He's um, he's like a Swiss Army knife, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's the right. one of the one of the standouts for the Roosters was Takiaho. Yeah, he did well. Completely agree. And he's like, I feel like he's. Not done a huge amount the past year, and um, seeing him make performances like that, you think, shit, you know, he could be good at Catalan next year. It, it makes you wonder why no one in the NRL, or there may have been, you don't know, do you? But that he can't, he hasn't got a contract in the NRL because he has got that type of performance in him. I think he'll do. I think he'll thrive in Catalan. Yeah, I, I really do think he will. Do you think there's any link between the Roosters playing well and Victor Badley being back? Yeah, um, yeah, I, I really rate Victor Radley, so I'd say yeah. But I don't. I, I just think they started to click a bit more, and they're doing it with no Luke Carey as well. I know. Yeah. I, I've, I've said it every week. They've got to come good at some point, and I hope they do. From that performance, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised now. They beat most other teams the way yeah. they played. The way they played on. Earth. I'd like to. Say, I didn't, with that performance on thing on was it Friday? Friday night. Yeah. That they beat. 14 out of the teams in the 13 of the other teams in the league. 
completely agree. Completely yeah. agree. I agree. Uh, do you, so, do you think they will now go on a run and make the playoffs after back and forms like that? Depends who they've got. If I read through their um, next couple of games, so they've got by this week, yeah. and they've got the Dragons, which is a huge game, really. really it's a big game. Is that off the back of Origin as well? Off the back of Origin, that one, yeah. Okay. What day is it? On the Saturday, sa- that's the first game on the Saturday. I think they'll back up. I think they'll play it. They, no, they're going to have to. Have they have to. to, that's what I was about to say. You know, they haven't got the luxury of not being able to back up. So, they, so they've got the Dragons, which is on its day, probably in favour of the Roosters, just. Then you've got Knights away, they have to win that. Yeah. Then they've got Manly away. That's a massive game as well. Hard place to go as well. And they've got the Broncos, Luke. Oh, then so is that one. Broncos, <laughs> Cowboys, then Wests, Melbourne, Bunnies. So it's not the easiest running. Oh, it's not an easy running at all. Yeah. It's a tough run on that, but I don't know. I, I'd back them every time against like some Manly, Rabbitohs, Dragons, but just I think that's maybe because of how good they've been in the past few years, but yeah, this year they've just not really been clicking, have they? You know, it's weird. Like I, I, I can't say I've watched every Roosters game this year. They don't seem to be being playing like horrendously. They're just not. They're just on the wrong side of some results at the moment. They have been. Yeah, I think it'll be huge for them when Smith comes in next year at Hooker. Yeah, that will help a massive. That will help massively, actually. Yeah, I think they're in the centre. Yeah, because they've been filling that centre position with like what's his name, Nagama oh, and Mavrovsky and. Who's the yeah. other one? Billy Smith. Yeah. Billy Smith, yeah. <laughs> you say he's filled it, but the Penrith won a premiership last year with Momorowski playing sense. I can't believe crap. Things get worse and worse every time I see him. Yeah, he is, but it's but like he wasn't that bad last year. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, they, they, it, it's a weird one, the Roosters. I do think they'll come good, but we, we mentioned before who's in and around the eight. It's, it's getting tight and some good teams that. Some very interesting games coming up in the around that top uh, fight for the top eight spot. Just comes down it, it well that game against the Dragons probably the game against South and Manly. They're the, they're the three games for the Roosters and it's a chain that's in turn the season around. Yeah, big time. I'd be lumping money on them to get the eight finals a betting man. Would you? Yeah, I think so. The longer it goes on when you look at the league table, they're, they're four points. The four points off the eight. And the Dragons have a game in hand. Really? Yeah, the Dragons play this week in the bye against you, Luke. Against the Broncos. The Dragons, so, will, the Dragons will go six points clear. I think we'll lose, yeah, you're right. So if the Dragons <laughs> do go six points clear, that is a big gap. Another thing, another thing as well, just moving away, well, I'll still talk about the Roosters. Walker's made the origin spot, hasn't he? I know he's, not, he's made the 22. Sam Walker, we've mentioned in the past in, po- in podcasts, through podcasts, how can we go for him being in and around that environment and around the likes of Monster and DCA? That could do some good for the Roosters. He does some really good things, Sam Walker, doesn't he, when you watch him? Yeah. He's actually I mean, Yeah. And I think he, he, he goes to Origin Camp, he might mature a bit as well. Helps him mature a bit, doesn't he, and learn different things about the game yeah. from one of the best sevens. Do you think he's a seven? I think he's more of a seven <laughs> than a six, yeah. He's not an out and out seven, is he? Like your traditional seven, but I don't know. I think he could, yeah, I could probably put the seven. I think he's a seven. 
be good for him to learn a bit off Munster and a bit off DC. In the yeah. Camp. I think he could learn a lot from like from like game management side of the side of the sport, couldn't he? Definitely. But then if you look, could you look at it of like is DC is Slater saying DC are your best play well in this game like, because I've got two potential sevens in these reserves staring down your throat. Possibly. I, I don't think that's the I don't think that's the stupidest idea, no. Or is it because Munster isn't fully fit, so he's just taking another he's taking Sam Walker as a backup six. Yeah, it's interesting because Munster's not played a, didn't play this week, did he? So like, he's going off off the back of not playing this week in Origin, which is going to be interesting. Have you talked? Oh, yeah, I can't remember the spot. Of, is is Bruce Walsh in the squad again? So is he fully? He's fully back in Ponga to play there. He's also not played this week. That's what I mean. Yeah, Ponga was out this week with a concussion, though. It's probably, yeah, it's probably it's... good for him to get, give his body a rest. Yeah, but yeah, we look at. So like Luke Carey, he's been out for weeks with concussions. So I mean, I don't, I've not read anything about Ponga being bad, but you don't know that he could have. Okay. I think it was just a quick turnaround because the Knights played on the Friday, so. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe like five well, days. He's had a few recently, Ponga, and yeah. He always does, doesn't he? One player, <laughs> one player I want to point out on the Roosters that we've mentioned a few times in his brief spell on the pitch, Egan Butcher. We're a big fan of him, aren't we? I think he's got a good future in the NRL. 39 minutes, made 24 tackles, and he ran for 131 metres. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and he uh, also, did he set up a try as well, where he actually... Yeah, he passed it, didn't he? Was yeah. it, it Takiyaro's try? Uh, I think so. Lovely hands. Yeah, he's got a future in the NRL, man. He's been out injured for a while, and so I think quite a few people have forgot about him, but he's some player. If you do lose Angus Crichton, he's not a bad player to bring in as a young kid. Yeah, just figure out where his best position is because I'm not sure where it is yet. The edge, I think. I think it's, I think it's the edge as well. Yeah. Um, and then we, when we spoke about the Panthers, even though they won, uh, obviously, I don't think they were at the I don't think they were at the best on Friday, but they still managed to find up get a win. They're incredible. I, I, I'm running out of things to say about the Panthers week in, week out. I feel like we say the same thing every week. Yeah. They're just so good. They are just so mental. good. I don't, I'm going to go as far as to say as I don't, we're one of the best teams I've seen in the NRL. They're one of the most dominant, aren't they? Like, you can look at the Roosters team when they went back-to-back. That was up there. That Cronella team where they won it. Yeah. They'd be up there. Panthers are well and truly in that category for me. It's a, but it's not three like, seasons. Yeah, it's like three, three seasons, seasons now where they go on massive long streaks of games of not losing. I know it's unbelievable. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, it's they are. It's the dominance of it. It's not like they're just they're just about there, thereabouts. They are dominating. They've, they've walked away with this league again, or the, the minor premiership again this year. And at the end of the day, it means nothing. But you, the form that you have. Before the postseason, you take into postseason. You can't hide that when you get to get, play against the best teams. They'll have they a have... dip. I'm convinced that they'll have a dip. Everyone, I'm, I'm, everyone has a dip at some point in the year, and I think Penrith need to Penrith need to get rid of those before the final because you, you don't want to bottle the grand final again. They're at the same point now they were two seasons ago where they were just beating everyone. Yeah. I mean, last year they had that dip in the middle. I think they went the first 10 games unbeaten and then Origin they had the dip. And they yeah. lost to Westerns and Cronulla. And then 
they went on a, another streak back end of the season, but they're not having the dip in this middle part of the season, are they? You're right, they probably need a dip, but if it doesn't happen and they still go win a premiership, normally. Oh, yeah. I think it's just yeah. typically normally you'd see a team see drop it, Yeah. But maybe this is the dip. Maybe like them having a close game against the Roosters yeah. is a drop off in performance. Maybe. Do you know what I think? Do you know what I think? So impressed about Pam, the Penrith actually is how many players are like from the academy. I think we've mentioned it before. Like they haven't gone on signed all these superstars. They've developed them, and I think it makes it a bit more earned. Earned that they, they they've they've spent the time developing the few, and now they're reaping the rewards from it. Yeah, definitely. The only player I can think of that they've signed is Coruscant. He was class as well. I thought Coruscant the weekend, mm-hmm. and he started. Yeah, brought everyone in. Yeah, Coruscant. Where did he come from? Is it Manly? Manly, Manly, yeah. Manly, yeah. But yeah, like you can go one to seventeen, and pretty much most of them have come through their academy, haven't they? So it's impressive. What about the uh, predictions for this one, George? How how close did we get? Okay, we're doing okay. Well, we'll go. I'll go. I'll just go back to Newcastle uh, Titans. Then I do think one of us got quite close with this one. Uh, so Newcastle Titans we all said Titans but it was stinker uh, I thought you said Newcastle Rob no I said Titans as well we all, we all back Titans for some reason uh, <laughs> and then this this game we did all about the Roosters uh, about, about the Panthers sorry which I don't think is unreasonable but yeah Rob you Rob you got really close Rob you said 24-14 uh, uh, to be fair, fair you said 26-18 so you, you both were quite close with the prediction I know you, you said, said what you, no, sorry, Luke. you said 2018 and ended 2618. Oh, uh, I thought Seth said he said 2618. No. I was like, fuck no. He, he said 2018. So, like, you predicted, you both predicted a little bit of a closer game. I think I put by like 30 points to 10 or something. Like, I predicted quite a big of a win. But yeah, would you say game of the round? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, most likely. Well, not that last Sunday game. Pretty good game. That's true. <laughs> we played in that last Sunday game, Rob. We'll get on to it. We'll get on to it. Not to the it. best game. Not the best game of rugby, but yeah. I think. Mean, oh well, I actually think the, the next game we're about to talk about was wasn't the best game of rugby. Uh, Bulldog Sharks. Uh, Sharks winning eighteen uh, six. Weather conditions sort of affected this one, didn't it? Yeah, it completely wrecked the game, didn't it? Literally flooded the pitch by the end, wasn't it? Yeah, it didn't make didn't make for the best view, but I actually think um, I know a lot of credit needs to go to Nico Hines. I don't think he changed his game much with the weather being so poor. I think he played. I think he played really well and shone with the weather being so bad. Do you reckon it's one of the most informed players who haven't played Origin in a long time? Yeah. I don't think he's doing anything that crazy. I mean, this week he definitely did. I think he just did his... He, he just controls it all, doesn't he? And they've got yeah. a player that's just got that calm and controlling figure that does, like, his job. Yeah, and do you know what? Like, you're saying that, but I reckon uh, if we had a look back at it, there'll have been, like, full-backs or, or uh, nines when uh, Cameron Smith was the number nine for the Maroons maybe not as good as Cameron Smith but they were playing well enough to be starting for them but they never would because they've got him yeah. they'll be, and I think this, you're, in a, you're in a similar situation with Cleary but that's no one's going to get in ahead of him I wonder how close he is to the top of the Dalian it's him and Ben I reckon 
It's not released now, is it? They keep it hidden. That's what I mean. I wonder if they've they've had a few wins now in the last couple of weeks, the Sharks. Mm. And he's been the main reason for most, I'd say, the Warriors, Titans, and then they just had this win. Wouldn't be surprised if you got all nine. Yeah, but if you were to predict who's going to win the diary, who would you pick? I think Nico might win it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Ben won it, depending on how well the Dragons do. Oh, God, I hope not. Because I think every time the Dragons do well, he's getting, the, he's getting points. Have you got the Dali M lead, leaderboard there, Luke, from when you stopped? Yeah, yeah. So it went off at round 12. So that's what, what round? Is that four rounds ago? Yeah. And Ben Hunt was top with 19. Isaiah was 17. Nico Hines is 16. And Moses and Pappenhausen on 15. I reckon Hines, could, if he's got nine at the last three, I reckon could be top. You know what? Yo's a weird one, isn't he? Actually, because I reckon Yo is awesome. Just be getting ones and twos every week. Do you reckon? Probably, yeah. But like, not enough. He won't. He won't win it. I don't think. It'll be interesting to see how far away Pap is. But the time he's come back, he's probably picked up some this week. Oh, I don't know. Might have I don't picked, know. He might have picked up one. Yeah, yeah. but if he, he's only. Uh, four points away in round 12. And do you think Mitch Moses has got many points in round 12? Or has Ben Hunt got many points in round 12? Well, I think he, that is round 12. So that's what, what is it round 16 that should be in? Yeah. So four rounds worth of points then. He could be miles down by now on like Hines and Hunt. Yeah. Do you know what though as well? I think Hines could have, would have got points in all four of them weeks. Or maybe at least three of them. It'd be, yeah. be interesting what the, the actual odds are saying at the moment. I'll go look at that as well because I think Hines and the team that's going to come top four is the main guy. Yeah. So, I actually, if I mean, I don't know how much money he's on at the shot. If he wins Dally, yeah, he probably could go and ask them for a bit more money as well, couldn't he? Or maybe end up elsewhere. Well, what he's signed for, but yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't do any harm. I'd say what, there's, there's something actually I do want to mention. Um, on the back of Origin. And not that they had a bad game because conditions were bad. But Matt Burton, he missed 11 tackles <laughs> playing at six. And he didn't have a poor game. This isn't me. T- but I want, I want this other conversation to be had that. Is Matt Burton a better centre? <laughs> is he a better centre than he is a six of Wales getting up? Because I don't know if you uh, um, how much of the game you saw, but the Nakora try and even the Katoa try to an extent, he missed mm-hmm. He missed tackles that led to both of them tries. Katoa one's harsh because he's, he's recovering. The Katoa one is a lot harsher than the, than the Cora one, but that's a tackle you'd like him to make a bit stronger. That'd be a bit stronger on the tackle. But then the Cora tackle's poor. That led to that I think, try. I think I've had my question marks over Burn at six re- uh, recently, but he, he's a good centre in a system and a very good team. Yeah, and Bull, on the Bulldogs team, it's very poor. Recently, he's been very good. So, yeah, you probably argue his it, it, best position is to probably still stand off. Yeah, I think it is. I think I think if he had a good, a really good seven next to him as well, that it could let him sort of run more. Mm. Yeah, because he's very much at the moment just kind of standing back and putting the bombs up, isn't he? If he had someone that could control the kicking game a bit more, where he was, I mean, he could put the odd bomb up, couldn't he? Because how good it is. But if he had something where you could take it to the line a bit more. Because that's one of the best things about his game. Mm. But, yeah. 
I, 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 I was just, it was just what I wanted to put out there. That is, would you say he's a better sensor? I wouldn't read too much into the missed tackle because it was the, the conditions, conditions was yeah. terrible. But if it's you're not great. Later, would you be looking at it? Yeah, I think you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, our predictions this game as well. I backed the Bulldogs, and you two both backed the Sharks. So you both got got that one correct. I just fancy. I don't know why. I just fancied the doggies in this one, but wasn't to be. Uh, they, did be- they did. They did better than I. Th- like I, it's kind of the game I expect. I think I had it quite close. But... Uh, yeah, you did. I think we all had it quite close either side of whatever side I went for. Yeah, Rob, you said twenty four sixteen. Uh, no, Rob, uh, Luke, you said the Sharks were going to be thirty two four. Yeah, because the Bulldogs are crap. If that wasn't uh, the pitch was at waterlogged, that would have been about forty points to six. No, I'm not having that. They were <laughs> they they were, they matched them in the first half. It was six all at half time. Yeah, it was. Um, I thought uh, they did well. I think. Yeah, they've got something to build on the Bulldogs, unlike the, like the Tigers and I mean the Warriors won, I suppose, but the they've looked like they've got something to build on next season. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got good youngsters coming through. It's a sign of a good club. Yeah, good, good culture. Uh, any any last words on that game? No, uh, no. no. We'll move on about Cowboys Broncos Queensland Derby. Oh. Uh, I know Luke's been looking forward to speaking about this one. Uh, Cowboys winning forty points to twenty six. Um, for me, I just think I mean it was a close game until pretty much later later on, wasn't it? But actually, I mean this game fully cemented the Cowboys as a real deal. They they are as of right now a threat to. Melbourne's top two position, most well, second position. Yeah, we were really poor. I don't know what went on. Reynolds had a stinker. Reynolds is so injured. His ribs. He really yeah. didn't want to take the ball into the line, did he? But no, it, it's, it's ended up hindering us. Like we couldn't get any sort of momentum because the kicking game was the most off I've ever seen it in the past year. He wasn't taking the ball to line, which means Mam got no space that wide. And then Tamari Martin went off injured. Yeah. It was just a, a nightmare of a game, really. It was it was quite weird to watch Tom Dearden run rings around his old club while you've got that. I've already played well, Tom Dearden. I'm not on the Tom Dearden hype train, I'm sorry. This spine's really been solid, though, this season. Yeah. Having drink water looks unreal. So it's a change play, doesn't it? Looks class. Yeah. Two try assists for it. Yeah. Yeah, another great performance for him. I thought he was quality. Caused us mayhem at times. I thought yeah. Cobbo, poor. Nice he was thrown He was thrown at fullback as well, wasn't he? Yeah, it was a, it was a, you have a bit of hope when he, he didn't, like that try that got disallowed when he ran through. He thought he's got some really good attack ups there, but he missed a soft tackle for one of the tries. I know. Yeah, he did. Was it from a scrum? I know he's like. Was oh, it the nano one when he stepped in? Yeah. Yeah, Kurt Catewell's pissing me off at the minute. <laughs> Everyone sings his prayers, Kurt Catewell. Like, oh, he's the best defender ever. And I, just, I don't think he is. It's five tackles. Mm-hmm. And then Ricky makes a mistake every five plays. And everyone's like, well, you can carry Ricky because you got safe as ours is Catewell. But he's not safe either. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you, need to, you should probably look into this case too much, Luke. I think you're still having a good season. You're still going to make the... Well, maybe make the top six, aren't you? Yeah, one thing uh, I would like to mention is Stags was terrible. <laughs> He's terrible. I've been seeing Stags. I've been backing up Stags for the Origin talk and stuff, and he. I'd love to know how many times he touched the ball in that game because 
he, he, I don't remember him ever touching the ball. He does, right. he goes hard. Do you know, he, he was crap because he was up against a better centre, that's why. <laughs> Didn't, was he, was he, he was up against Holmes again, wasn't he? And that would be the second time this year that Holmes has had stags in his back pocket. The, the, the biggest worry coming out of this game is we've lost Haas, we've lost Corey Jensen, and we've lost Tamari Martin. Yeah, with Reynolds. Yeah. And Reynolds isn't, doesn't look fit either, so it's like... And then if Will Catewell back up after Origin, with Carrigan back up after Origin, it's, it will Cobbo. It's who we're going to have to play against the Dragons. Yeah. I, I, I want to mention as well, uh, obviously we're, we're going to talk about State of Origin later, but uh, the, the Slate has named the same two wingers, hasn't he? Do you think it was almost a... Battle for between Oates and uh, Tuilangi tip for that for that jersey for the uh, Browns. I don't get it. I don't get how he's not in there. Tuilangi had a really good game. That's what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And, and Oates had a good game, but do you think if Oates had a good game and Tuilangi had sort of not shown up, he may have been in the Origin squad? I don't think he can do anything to get himself in the Origin squad, to be honest. I think half of the Brisbane players are playing themselves out of Origin anyway. They were different. It wasn't a good game for a lot of players, from, from the likes of Stags and um, even Hass was quite good to be fair to him. And it came out he's playing with every bone in his body broken by the sound of it. Yeah. He's out for a few weeks. But yeah, just a, it was such a frustrating game to watch. It must be tough for Stags now because you look at it and think he's played one game of Origin. It's probably like when everyone's fit. It's probably like sixth choice. Yeah. Well, it's why, it's why I can't get my head around him just standing out of centre and not going getting involved. But that's how he plays, though, isn't he? He's an out and out centre. Yeah, but you can't. I'd struggle to think of any other centre who doesn't, who gets him, doesn't take, do any of the hard work as, as little as Stags does. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's going to have to do a bit more work now. If you, because Cobble's probably going to move to full back, you'll probably put Jordan Prayer back on the wing. Might have to look for a bit more work. Yeah, I don't think actually, Jordan Pro is not the worst winger to bring in. He'll do a job. Yeah. He'll do your job. He'll do the way he pack I'm worried about. Yeah. You're losing but, uh, two starting props there, so who's going to come in? Flagler. Yeah. Yeah, but he's already on the bench, so you bring him on the bench. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. You're going to have to bring in Ryan fucking James at this rate. <laughs> I thought you had him. I thought he was... I, yeah. I, I don't know where I thought he was at. God awful. I'm sorry, and we've got... And, um, Keenan Palacia went off injured and TC Rabati is also injured and in, played in Queensland Cup that week. So we have really, we're really thin going into the next game. Season's over then, isn't it, for you? <laughs> you might drop out the eight soon. Oh, well, if if Canberra make the eight and Brisbane don't, that'd be, that, can't, that podcast that week is fucking hysterical. Is it that it. ridiculous, Luke, to say you could drop out the eight? If anyone will, it'd be us. Because you are only like two points off Dragons and four off Manly. If, if you look at the eight now, if anyone's going to fall out of that eight, other than obviously the, who is eight currently, is the Broncos. I, I kind of hope you don't, because I want to see you in the in the finals. It'd be so funny. Do you think, if you don't make the eight this year, Luke, is that a season failure? Oh, it's tough because the immediate answer would be yeah. But then That's the answer from today, isn't it? Rather than the answer. Yeah, but then looking at the progression we've had from last year, anyway, it's like, do you know what it's like? It's like Arsenal with the top four. Yeah. When they started terribly, it was like, oh, okay, 
no chance. And then they were in the top four, and they're like, when they fell out, it was like failure. Yeah. Worth, you've got to remember what your your season goal was at the start of the season, not what yeah. season end up like. I think it's been very interesting. It will be. Will be. And, and then obviously we've got Cowboys, just well done. They just have an unbelievable season. Before we go to the Cowboys, got to give oh. Ezra Mama a shout out for that shot he put on. Good, that one. He's been some finding Ezra Mama. What a yeah. player. I know. He's, he's the future, isn't he? Good looking lad as well. <laughs> he's other Sioni for me. Really? Well, maybe not. He's not the same. It doesn't make you 130 quid, does he? So No, 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 not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you can Tyson Gamble on that side. I'm a happy man. <laughs> yeah, it was a good, it was a good game. Uh, final words? No, just for the Cowboys. I just thought they were solid. Um, I am surprised, though, that the Mc- McLean fella. <laughs> the McLean fella. <laughs> he's starting for the Blast. To be honest, McLean fella, I hadn't heard of him three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm it's not it's not it's not ever, like 30 years old I think it is who were the other options RCG I, I just, yeah Campbell Gillard we'll get to our origin um, Clemmer in a bit but yeah Utoik Manu yeah Clemmer Clemmer or RCG would have been my pick we'll talk about that later but that, I can't get the McLean situation maybe I can't talk about McLean Situation because if I didn't know him, how can I talk about his performances? But like, just seems like I'd have heard of him if he'd have been playing that well. Yeah, he must, he must, he must have seen to him, um, Fitler to bring him in because he's so left field from what everyone else would have picked. Yeah, I've seen to be honest, I've seen something about a bloke in a bar put on, and they said he's got something like he's got like the highest tackle efficiency in the NRL this year, so that, from that, that might be why. But if you're getting rid of Haas, I mean, Gerbo could do that. Yeah, it's true. You want someone that's a bit more go forward, don't you? Rather than someone that can tackle well. Yeah. Well, that's why I found it interesting that, I mean, he played really well off the bench, Origin 2, that once Haas was locked, they didn't bring in Barlow. I think mean, that's quite interesting that he still stays on the bench, even though you've locked your impact, well, your like, go forward prop in Haas. Yeah, but then if you bring McLean off the bench, it's like, gotten. Yeah. Oh, I know, I get, I get that, I get that, but I thought, like you were just saying then, Rob, you'd replace Haas with a more similar prop than uh, McLean. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, the only other thing I have on this game was Nanai. I didn't. Th- I thought his defence was pretty shaky again. Didn't think he had a very good game. I That's a gamble. Why is he? Why are you starting? Uh, that is beyond me. It's a gamble, that isn't it? Like they could tie. Did you say look at me, Nanai DCE? Nanai guy Cobo. We'll get on that in Origin, but that is. Worrying, isn't it? Yeah. Very worrying. Very worrying. Um, South Eels was the next game. Predictions uh, on this one? Oh, sorry, yeah. He <laughs> only asked the ones that he got right. <laughs> well, is that, well, do you want the prediction for South Eels? Or do you want the prediction for Cowboys Broncos? Cowboys Brisbane first. Yeah, I'll, I'll do Cowboys Broncos, actually, because Alvin only got it right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll go with that one. And then South Eels. So, South did end up beating the Eels 30-12. So a couple of late tries, and yes, Rob was the only person to back South, and he was actually only two points off. If you do want to see all of our weekly predictions, I think we mentioned this before, get on Instagram at Ted uh, in the Bin. We post our predictions, and yeah, another shameless plug. But anyway, South Eagles, um, 
obviously the trial's game, first game back since, is it round five from the trial? Been out for a while, I mean. Yeah, um, I thought he looked quite good. So did I, I thought he played well. I did a job. For a first game back? Yeah, for a first game back, I thought it was solid. Like, yeah. take, take the last 15 off the Storm game and you had a mild thing in the park. Yeah. Yeah, true. And I, and I don't, and you're, maybe not just individually, they looked a lot smoother south with him in the attacking line. I think Ilias yeah, played better than Cody Walker. I think Ilias and Cody Walker both played better knowing he was there. Me too. Probably a really good south, to be honest. It's one of the better performances I've seen them have this season. Yeah. I thought the big players stepped up. Particularly Tom Burgess, I thought he was the best forward on the pitch. I know, he's playing well at all and it really bugs me. I know, yeah. I never thought I'd say that about Tom Burgess, but he was quality. No, he, he, actually, he actually did play really, really well. And he's played well last couple of weeks, actually. It's not just in this game. Um, maybe maybe Latrell just makes it click for them. That's what I mean. I think he's just that extra ball-playing player at hand, isn't he? Yeah, I think it'll it, it definitely get better. One thing, I'm, like, Latrell, so he's been away in America and got incredibly fit. Yeah, he was fitter than when he, before he was injured, but still, he still looks like he's carrying too much weight. He looks like he better. I don't think he ever plays like he's carrying too much weight. You bounce Reed Marnie off him. Yeah. yeah. I, I just keep remembering Luttrell when he was a bit younger at a centre for the Roosters and how devastating he was with lighter body. And I feel like he'd be better at that size. I get that. But then look at the size. Luttrell was similar size at Origin last year. He absolutely ran right, didn't he? So, and he was at centre then. True. But yeah, I think he played well, and I, I do think he gives the, the back, the, the half, sorry, a lot of confidence. Uh, I just think he takes a lot of pressure off them. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I've just looked at the bench for the I didn't even know Tom Opperjet was on the bench. He played seven minutes. <laughs> where, did, where, where did he come on? <laughs> he got minus four fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What a massive sign of Hulk out. Congratulations, Hulk out. That is like the worst. Bench spot to have in the entire world. Tom Opperjet, what does he bring? <laughs> Minus four points. <laughs> I, just, I, reckon the, I reckon the seven minutes he came on was probably the seven minutes when Sal scored those last two tries as well. Oh, he came for Wagga Bike. Sal scored the luckiest try, one of the luckiest tries I've ever seen as well, and Jackson Paul just aimlessly kicked it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is meant it. If he meant it, it looked great, to be fair. The offload was good to Arrow as well, but <laughs> quite lucky on it. I think um, we've got to talk about the Eels. Yeah. Like, what is going on? No, the good thing is, I think it's the inconsistency of the halves. Moses. Yeah. I think the Eels sum up Moses, really. Mm. Yeah. He's either one of the best sevens in the league, or he's just shit. Yeah. And there's no in between. And it no. seems to be when Moses plays shit, then Brown plays bad as well. Yeah. yeah. They need, Brown relies on Moses. I mean, it's no excuse, but the conditions were terrible as well. Again, another game of really bad conditions. But the, but the self, self's managed with it, so it's no excuse. Yeah. For, like, it sounds a bit odd, but out of all the, the coaches in the NRL, I think, if it was me, I'd be sacking um, the Eels coach. Brad Arthur. That team they have this year has to be doing better than what they did against Souths. 
Yeah. yeah. You can make excuses for other coaches in the NRL, but he doesn't have a single excuse. The problem is, it's... like, last week, they put one of the best performances of the season against the Roosters, and then they go and do that this week. Yeah. Is that the coach, do you? That's the that coach, has to be the coach, yeah, but it's he thinks... saves his job every time he gets a performance like the one against the Roosters. Um, do you think that's some, a little bit on the players, though, as well? Like how can you? How can what's what has changed in the six seven days since you last played? You know, you put a performance like that. I can't all be down to the coach. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like it's the the um, like the attitude that he's put in his players. Yeah, possibly. They've got to look at themselves. I do agree. I mean, I, I don't have to start. I don't have to start on me even. I bet. Like, I imagine you do, Rob. There, but the the pack seems to really underperform for the Eels. I don't think the pack were the problem. Do you not? I thought it was. I thought it was the, the spine. Really, I thought Gutherson was okay. Actually, I just think it comes down to Mosin. But well, I mean, Junior Paul ran for 197 meters. Oh, fair uh, enough. And um, RCG ran for 145. Fair mm. enough. I think Wrong. Well, the two main props. They never really let you down. Then too, but I, I think I just come back to it being Moses and Brown. Yeah. Also. Why is Nakora rated so highly? Oh, so I think he's crap. And they play him at centre over some players. New Zealand picked him at, at um, centre as well, didn't they? Yeah. And they're playing him at 13. And I'm sure Nathan Brown's not injured. They just all of a sudden fell out with him. Yeah, Nathan Brown's fell off. Out of favour, isn't he? I rate, I rate him. He played Origin a couple of years ago. Might have even, might have even been last year. Yeah, it's just weird. Even the bench is weird for the for the Eels. I don't know where they go. How do you how do you fix a team that can be the best team in the comp on one day and the worst team the next? You know what? 36, 36 points on them by the bulldog. You know where I think one of the things that's going wrong a little bit with the Eels this year. I don't know if this is coaching or down for player, but Reed Marnie seems to forget off the run. He doesn't see a player he was last year, does he? His kicking games regress massively. His running games like. All attacking aspect of his game seems to have massively regressed. That must have an effect on the team as a whole. Mm, he, was, he, he was a fantastic hooker last year, and even the season before, but he just isn't he was, the same hooker. He was, he was in the contention, in contention for playing with Grant, wasn't he? Yeah. He's away now. No. It just seems weird, and I don't know if that's a coaching decision to take that attacking threat away from him, because it could be, but it's weird to see him this year. He's, he's, he's a shadow of what the player was last year. Yeah, they're weird. I'd hate to swap the heels. I really would. But I, I tell you what, I want to put on the flip side the other hooker on the pitch, Damien Cook. I thought he had a great game. Uh, and I think with Origin coming up, and I know, I know it's not lost his spot, but he's lost his number nine jersey, hasn't he? He's still performing unbelievably well. Uh, his try was good, but yeah. yeah. He churns out the fancy points, doesn't he? But then you watch the game and he's like, he's doing a lot. No, yeah. I think, I, I think he is. I mean, I, he got 49 tackles, zero missed. He'll always make tackles, though. But, but that's but what more really do you want from him? I think this try was good. I can't really complain. They beat the heels. So I think. Yeah, we've said a few times about that with it. it. Where's his running game gone? Yeah. Mm. But in a game like. I mean, I know I just mentioned Reed Marnie, but a game like that, how much money do you get from dummy half? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's, le- he's a leader of that team, eh? And you've got to give him some credit. 
Yeah, yeah. I think he's still he's still one of the top hookers in the game, isn't he? But I just like just because I know how good he can be. Yeah, I'd like to see him just do a bit more. Yeah, like a victim of his own success, sort of. He's mm. just so fast. Like, <laughs> get on your bike a bit. Yeah, does it want? To, I'm watching the watching the bunnies. I'm thinking he's going to go now. He's going to go. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah, and it just it would give then the band forward a bit more uh, belief, wouldn't it? Because if you're a marker and you think you might be going, it just like it makes you think twice, doesn't it? Well, then if he's, he's not running at the moment. They know he's not going to go, so they can just leave him alone at market. He loves just a little two step and pass, doesn't he? Yeah, it's like Coruscant style. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've not got much else on on either of them two teams, to be honest. Nope. I think the, the Bunnies can go on a run. And, I mean, I don't know how far they are off the top four. <clears throat> the four the four points off the top four, they're a team, I said a few weeks ago, they could go on a run. Yeah. With Luttrell back in, they definitely can. With Luttrell fit, they could go on a run. They had Luttrell a bad loss to be there at the end of the season. Yeah. They had a bad loss last week, didn't they, to the Dragons, but the trail's there now. They can get a few games, put a few games together, and they could challenge for that top four spot. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Right, well, um, move on then. So it was uh, New Zealand Warriors, West Tigers. The Warriors winning 22, 22 points to two. We all predict the Warriors, by the way, uh, with the homecoming. Um, how good was that atmosphere? That is something that, that rubbed me all about, isn't it? Class, that. It was like 24,000, wasn't it? It was about sellout. It was electric. I love this game. I, I'm, I've got... I'm, I'm, I kind of like the Warriors, you know. Even though they're, even though they're pants, I kind of like them. They're like everyone's like, second team, aren't they? Yeah, like, they, they could tell how buzzing all the players were, how buzzing all the fans. Like, did you see, for example, when they zoomed in on the on the Warriors coach and that guy just doing a beer from his shoe? Yeah, with like, the doing a shoe. 24,000. I know, it's, everyone was just buzzing on it. I'd, I'd have hate. I felt sorry for West Tigers because you don't want to play them with the Warriors. They're not that good, yeah. I think most teams that I would have gone over would have actually just been overawed by the occasion. It was class. I loved it. Completely agree. And I think it, I mean, it, the boys are pants, but it's sure how important playing games at home, Al. It is. They've not been home in two and a half years. How mad is that? And I thought it really revitalised Sean Johnson's performance. Oh, yeah. he's unbelievable. He's not been himself, has he, recently? He's been dying to go home for so long. And I, you could, I think for a lot of them, like they're seeing family members they've not seen in years. Yeah, yeah. Like not like obviously not immediate family, but like cousins and stuff, and that's going to have a such a big impact on you, like off the field, which you bring onto the field. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, like we're just going back to Sean Johnson's performance. Like he looked to just be a bit more lively, and he ran the ball a bit more as well. Like the old yeah. Sean Johnson, he ran for over hundred meters this week. He's not done. He's done that once this season. It makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, massive. I also, I, think, I thought Voltman was all right. <laughs> I, oh, the fact that he's learning off SJ is going to be great for his career. Yeah, big time. I just wish he was Kiwi. Don't know why. Is he Australian? I think so, yeah. I thought big shout out to Tohu. Yeah, scoring. Yeah. Best, best game he's had since his ACL injury, I thought. Yeah. by his own. I thought it was funny as well. Uh, it was when Wade Egan went over, but it got disallowed. The crowd was few, they, they were all buzzing with the try because the first round they all started booing as soon as the try was disallowed. So <laughs> that, was a, that was a very funny moment. Even the ref started laughing when he was disallowed the try. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just nice to see Rugby back in New Zealand. 
what do you think about Bill, uh, Phil Gould's statement about next year that oh, they should have all their games in New Zealand? Do you think that's something that the NRL should do? Does it water it down in New Zealand, though? If it's like... Yeah. It's point, they've got a game every week. It's mm. 24,000 people going to turn up every week. Do you not want to keep the sort of thing, oh, the Warriors are in town this week? Yeah. For the players, yeah, I get it. So yeah. The, the appearance of the actual game, like, how good would it look like every couple of weeks you go to New Zealand and they've got a full packed out crowd? Does it water it down a bit if you say, well, the Warriors are at home again? Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was that was fantastic that atmosphere. It was one of the best atmospheres I've seen in an NRL game. Could you like make an argument to have like Magic Weekend there or something like that? But I don't think the Warriors are going to play Magic Round. Yeah, neither do I. But that, that's how is that doing any benefit to the Warriors? I don't know. I think there's got to be some form of like payback to the Warriors in the next couple of years. It has to be something. And they're not playing at home again until round 20. Oh. And then after that, they've got one more home game and then they're, then they're done. So they've got two more games in, Australia, in New Zealand this year and then they're done again. No, and you'd hope, you'd hope that they still get the same crowd though for those two games, don't you? I don't think they will because the first one's always going to have the most, but... They've got to do something. Like, you know, I think in the NRL, do you, see, do you notice some, some teams, like they take a game elsewhere each year? Like, one, like you see, like someone go like up north and take the home game there. Or you see, like yeah, they should all of them should go and take it to New Zealand and do something. Oh, do you mean like like when West goes like like that over and stuff like that? Yeah, stuff like that. They have, they have like a game or two where they take it somewhere else, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. Not a bad shot. Do they all? I mean, this I don't know this, but you might know this. Luke. Do they? Do the Warriors only play in one stadium, like in one area of New Zealand as well? I think so, yeah. I wonder yeah. if it'd be worthwhile if there's interest to take it to different parts of New Zealand. Obviously, if only, only if there's interest, though. Yeah, I seen that they play in there. So they got given the All Stars game, didn't they? I was like, yeah. How are we going to give them? But I'm sure they're playing that at like a different location in New Zealand. Just maybe the best idea to try and help the game grow a little bit more. That'd be mad. I reckon just because it's the All Stars game, I feel like with the Kiwis there, I think that'll be a mad atmosphere. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. I wonder if seeing an, I mean, seeing an atmosphere like that, we've been talking about PNG team, isn't they coming to uh, NRL? They'd probably get an atmosphere like that. Not like that, Rob. Not like a P- I don't like this idea of the PNG team. I love it. Because cool. when you actually look at, at what they want to do with the PNG team, it's just like stick them in Kearns at the top of the country, base them there, and then go and play P at home games in PNG. Yeah. And no one's gonna no one's gonna go like the Warriors struggle to get players like could you imagine PNG? Yeah, good point. I think I think the, what they'll do is they'll end up I think the I think the eighteenth team, if I was to call it right now, it's gonna be the North Sydney Bears become like the Perth Bears. Yeah. Well and go to Perth. I've seen a lot of rumours that that is the next expansion team. Is that not as far as it is to get to Papua New Guinea though? It is. It is, but like it's still in Australia, isn't it? Yeah. And but that they, they apparently their bid is a similar thing to PNG. They'll be based in Sydney, like the North the are they the North Sydney Bears, I think they are at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be based in Sydney, but they'll play games in Perth. Just silly, isn't it? Fight went wrong to have a base in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I suppose like North Sydney Bears, if they sorry, if, if it was like the Perth Bears, 
and they were based in North Sydney, their away games would be pretty much Perth because most of their actual away games would be in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a weird. Uh... Perth is the weird place in general. Like it's so far away from anything else. Not yeah. fair. What a weird place to just set up a city. I know. Yeah. Bizarre. I mean, I, I get, I get the one to expand. Yeah, that, well, rugby into Perth, but I just feel like PNG deserve a team. The 18th team will be interesting. I look, I look forward to seeing who it, who it will be. I think, I think Perth is more likely than PNG, but I, I would personally vote that. I'd love a PNG team. Get a South African team in there. <laughs> I mean, that would be good. But you know, like, you know, I mean, you look at St. George and Catalan this weekend. If you're in Australia, wouldn't you like the weekend over in PNG? I have that. It's like as a holiday destination. I think it's a <laughs> shit all of it. Fair enough then. I thought it might go into the entire country of PNG, but I just thought it might go into the entire country of PNG. I thought it might go into the entire country of PNG. I thought it might go Just before we finish as well, just a quick one on the West, on the West Tigers. Oh, they're fucking dreadful. Backing up our shout at them for getting the spoon at the start of the season. So, what a terrible club. There's just nothing likeable about them at all. Nothing. The kit like, even got worse. He's orange <laughs> now. It's like black. <laughs> at least the Titans have got some youth and like, I guess, hope in the future. What have West Tigers got? It's, it's got nothing. It's worrying. The losing yeah. Garner is what? Yeah. To be fair, they've got Corusal and Papalihi coming in next year. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Why would you go there? Oh, God, I've got anything worse. They must be getting paid some serious money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just worrying time. There's just nothing going right there at the moment. I, do you know what I felt for, actually? Like, like Someone like Ken Mamalo, he should have been at that home court. Instead, he was on the wrong end of it. He had Dallas. Yeah, that's yeah. his own fault for being a bell and a movie. Yeah, no, I know, but like, that must be real for him. He's there again. Where Sean Johnson just pinned bombs on his head. Everyone's <laughs> booing him. He should be playing in the other team, for the other team. Yeah. But yeah, it's so unfucked. There's just nothing going right. I think if I was if I was in charge of the Tigers at the moment, I'd be I'd be hasting Dewey in the half for me. Sat Luke Brooks. Dewey's yeah. played quite a bit, actually. 48 minutes. Yeah. He needs a bit of time. Where did he play? I don't know. I can't remember where he came on. Because he kicked the ball 400 metres. Fucking hell. Did Brooks so, go off at all? Brooks played 80 minutes, so did Hastings. He, he must have come out of centre then. Who came off? I don't off? remember that. Well, no, both of the back. Where the hell did he play? Well, he played 13. Off a guy, he played 17. No, yeah, off a guy, he played most of the game. I can't remember now. But anyway, yeah. He, he he needs time to get his to get back into because he did his ACL then he so yeah. yeah but I think that would be the combination I'd be looking at yeah and then moving on to the final game of the round which was uh, the Dragons Raiders uh, which ended 12-10 to the Dragons bit of a controversial ending um, I predicted the Dragons win no one else did um, just fucked up from an outlet Um <laughs> Yeah, they're controversial at the end, Rob. Obviously, you're the Raiders fan, so what did what did you make of Absolutely this? cheated the fuck out of that game. Yeah, I, should I, have been, I agree. Should have been level. Should have been level with a one on goal and point. It, it's the biggest complaint I have about the six again. You can't why, why can you just because it's the last thirty seconds of the game, 
you basically that's cheat. It's actually just cheating. It should be stats should be simbin. Kick a goal. If you're gonna six against something but like he's obviously held on too long. But he gave two, didn't he? Wasn't the two battle six against? I can't remember. Was the def- one right in front of the post. Yeah. That should be it should it should stop being a six again then. In the last if it, it should be something like in the last minute if you're in your uh, the op- the opponent's twenty uh, in their twenty meter line. If you give away a six again, which is as obvious as that, should just be a kick a goal or penalty. If you want to take a kick a goal or not, because the team gains nothing; they actually lose seconds. Great decision, I thought. I thought Ref had a great <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I thought it, it was a it was a piss take, wasn't it? Um, but I think it's Ben. Ben don't get back to back six games away, didn't he? And then the clock just ran down. I was like, it's the most stupid rule ever. That's a great point. He was offside at marker as well. He was offside at marker and he made that last tackle. Yeah, you just... You, I don't get... But then, I suppose, it's the argument of... So, the time in the game shouldn't really matter, should it? So, they make, they've got to make it consistent as where that sort of purposely giving a six again away has to be, always be a penalty. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you can't mm. just look at it and think, oh, well, if it's this point of the game, then we'll give it a penalty. It needs to be a consistency, but it, I don't know how that isn't just a penalty and level the game up. Yeah, because like the, the, the attacking team gains nothing. They haven't, yeah. they haven't got the time for the six again, so why are you giving a six? They, I think the fact that the refs give it's a bit of a kick in the teeth. Like, why are you giving us a six again? There's six seconds left. We're not going to get through that many tackles. I know, and it's like there's, there was a spell, wasn't there, where people were purposely giving away another six again when they give away one just to reset. Yeah. But yeah. I was twirly said they started simbinning people for that, so I didn't even. Wouldn't you um would you consider doing it something something that's similar to Union where you play until the ball goes dead? Because like with Union it can go over minutes, can't it? But like rugby league you only have five tackles or six tackles. No, I don't really like that because I don't, I don't like that because you just I mean it happened with Wales sorry to get on to Union again. This week with South Africa there was like it was level and then they kicked the ball back to South Africa for whatever reason with ten seconds to go. And then at that point, you know, all oh, right, they've lost them because they're going to get another three minutes to get down there, and they'll drop yeah. up or a penalty. But yeah, that's and I get that. I don't, I don't like what you did either. But with, with rugby, you can only have a, there's only a set amount, isn't there? Before, yeah. before there's a break in play, there's only so much, and then you get because to bed again. Because like the whole, if if they brought in a rule of you give a penalty away for purposely giving a six again away then it's the whole debate of well I didn't do it on purpose well I think you did do it on purpose yeah that was a whole grey area but then but if you bring the back to, penalties for back to back six agains then there's no point bringing the six again in because you're not speeding the game up yeah so what would be your solution to it then because I think something else they give because that, if that's the grand final like you know what I mean like or, or origin maybe but let's say grand final for now yeah I think Immediate. Well, actually, actually, I just realised we can relate it back to Origin when they gave repeated six agains away. You stop the game. I know because then it wouldn't have worked. Oh, I'm contradicting myself here. Yeah. Because I was going to say if they do two, literally in the same play, and you give a penalty, that didn't happen in Origin, did it? Uh, well, I think he did end up giving two six, or like, six away. Yeah, because they took so long. But yeah. If they're in the same play and you give away two six agains, it's a penalty. That's the only reason why I see fixing it. Yeah, there has to be a situation where you get the penalty. Yeah. Because, like, like you were within two points and you were 10, 10 metres away from the post. You'd have just, you just slotted the two and gone to golden point. 
know, I know. It's, it's frustrating, but I thought I thought we didn't play badly. Like I thought it was two quite evenly matched sides. Again, the weather conditions. But uh, I don't think I'm, I've not got to a point the last few weeks with the Raiders where I'm thinking we're, we're well and truly out of this. I still think we we're playing all right to a sense where we could put a few wins together. But I thought again, like Tarp and a Young and Elliot were the three shining lights from the team. Yeah. It, but I thought, I mean, what the fuck was White and doing for that Amon try? Oh, what, just, just if you could tap, grab the ball. I don't know what he was doing. I White was pretty poor in the game in general, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Did that play him out of origin? No, I reckon he was sticking in the same set. He was poor. He was really poor. Mm. I also um, thought, what the fuck? Josh Papali. He, he played 20 minutes at origin. He only managed 35. He's an absolute pudding him. He does my head in. <laughs> I think he's them 35 minutes, I was thinking, fucking hell, Papali's doing well. They could get me a, could get me a few points on fantasy as well. The way I saw that is, I, when people said the argument for Papali, Papali not playing the minutes in origin because it was Queensland's decision. But if he's doing that for Canberra as well, then there must be, mm. can't last 10 minutes, more than one minutes. But he hasn't been, he's been playing like 50 minutes for the Raiders the last couple of weeks. So I think he must be carrying some sort of injury or something, mate. Maybe, yeah. Good point. But then why would you put him in an origin arena if he was carrying an injury? Yeah, he'd just rest him, wouldn't you? You just bizarre. Or put, or I, mean, I, I also think it's bizarre to carry CNK on the bench to play him six minutes. Yeah. What the fuck's that all about? I thought Savage was fine. And if you're going to play him 74, you might as well play him 80. So put CNK somewhere else. Yeah, it, the way I see CNK on the bench is you bring him on in a game where you're behind and you need points, which was that game, so why yeah. didn't you bring him on earlier? <laughs> Savage made a few poor defensive decisions, but I didn't think he had a bad game. No, he wasn't. I, thought, I think you can see with Savage that he's got the talent and the potential, hasn't he, to be a really good fullback, but not ready yet. He's just raw, isn't he? So I put him on the wing. I think I'd put him on the wing as well. Do you think, does, does that loss put you out of player possession, potential, do you reckon, Rob, or do you think you're still <laughs> around it? Puts us further away, and I'd probably say we're probably, we probably won't make it now, but I'm still holding on to the hope that we're not playing badly. Hmm. Big loss, that, especially to come down from yeah. such a controversial decision as well. Like, if you think we win that, we win that game, we're level, we're level on eighth place with 16. And now yeah. we're four points away. So, yeah, but I, I do think you know, that, that that's the second action I've been about. The Roosters probably must hate the rest this week because that's two decisions in two separate games that massive could massively impact their their standard at the end of the year. It's true. Yeah, we've got we've got a mixed bag of games as well um, coming up to the end because after the bye we play Melbourne, but then we have back to back games against. The Warriors and the Titans. So we get a win, two wins there. Then we play the Panthers. Probably lose, so we lose. So we lose two. We win two. It probably keeps in the same place. Then we play the Dragons again, the Knights, the Sea Eagles, and the West Tigers. Jeez, that that could be. We could win all then and sneak in. Mm-hmm. But whether we do that is another thing. Yeah. I do I think the Raiders' biggest problem is I reckon you're better than everyone like below you. But I don't I, I don't actually know if you're better than everyone above you. I know it sounds stupid to say, but like 
I don't know if I actually do see you eating badly. You're playing well, but I just can't see. You just can't seem to end up on the right side of results. So my problem is with the Raiders. I think the, the team on paper looks good. Like you'd say, it's one of the better forward packs in the league. Like, and you've got a half pair of Fogarty and White, which is all right. Like, maybe it's just the out, outside backs. And I think we're in, we're like the we're like a lesser version of the Eels. Quite inconsistent, aren't we? So, yeah. Well, final word on that one, Luke. Yeah, I was just going to say. Um... It, when you think about them, that group of teams that are in that top eight battle, I wouldn't have had the Dragons being on top at the minute, would you? No way. I I think probably yeah. I I, I can't remember my league table I made. I had Dragons near the nearer the bottom. So did I. Uh, so so you've got to give credit to the Dragons there. They're actually knocking around that eight. Um, no. Go on, Rob. The Dragons as well. Sorry, they've like I think they've won like three of the last. Four or something. They just seem to find ways to win at the moment. Yeah. Sign of a good team. Yeah. Sign of a good team. Um, well, I think, well, obviously, that's left. They leave the, I think the playoffs are in an interesting position. That There's a few teams who could make it. And it makes the final few weeks a little bit more interesting. Because I think the, I think the top top's definitely decided, isn't it? But everything below that could definitely change. Mm. I actually, so, much I, more, so much more exciting than last year yeah it is and you know what something I didn't mention when we were mentioning about the Cowboys they come second I, I would almost back them to make the grand final because they are so strong at home that, them coming second is really big for them don't think they will but yeah no I'm not saying it's a given but I, I'd back them a lot more to make it if they have that uh, is it the preliminary final or, or whatever it is the semi-final at home you know what's also interesting is I swear last week or the week before we were saying if anyone could fall out of the eight it'd be the Sharks. Now the fourth. I know. <laughs> it's too close to call, isn't it? Just it changes every week, but then you look at the Sharks. The Sharks and the Storm have a game in hand, and that's them two playing each other this week. Mm. So that that would either put I think if Melbourne if Melbourne lose that and the Sharks win, that puts Melbourne, the Cowboys, and the Sharks in the same points. Jeez. Is that when Cowboys still to play? No, everyone everyone would be on the same amount of games because Cowboys oh. are on a bye. That's interesting, isn't it? Hmm. So, yeah. These are that, interesting. Looks like top, that looks like the top four to me. Yeah. Me too. Unless the Eels can actually hit some kind of four. Eels or the Bunnies. Or the Bunnies, yeah. Yeah. Just depends if you have the consistency. Yeah, that's it. So, top three, are you, Luke, you're going to keep telling these again. Top three players of the round. Um, shall I go first? Yep. Should I go first? Yeah. So, getting my one point this week. Uh, I give it to Damien Cook. I've actually thought he played really well. I know you still weren't as impressed as I was, but I, I give him my one point. And then, uh, Dom Young got my two points. You mentioned his stats before, Rob. Three tries, a line break, six tackle breaks, and 294 metres. Uh, and then my three points went to Edric Lee. He's got five tries. I don't think you can go, you can look much better. Both wingers. One's got a hatch, the one's got five. I, I just think <laughs> you're just going five tries and have to get my three points. It doesn't happen very often. You know what he's doing? He's making the Knights look better than they are, so the box wasn't as bad. <laughs> I, will, I will say, my, i, I got to give an honourable mention to uh, Joey Manu, 14 tackle breaks, playing at six, and Takiyaho. 
by that both my really big games. You've literally you so now you've copied me because my notable mentions are Takiaho, Joey Manu, Edric Lee. And also, <laughs> just an outsider, they lost, but he's someone that doesn't get as much credit as he deserves in a pack that's quite good. Sean Lane. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, again, didn't he? He had another good game in a team that lost again. And it's always like, oh, Max and Polo, RCG, Papalihi. Sean Lane's churning out performances every week at the moment. Yeah. I think um, I think anyone would say, if you're looking at who would play back row at the minute uh, for the Eels, you'd go Matson and Papalini and probably drop Lane. Yeah. And like, yeah. He's, he's playing really well. Playing really well, but he, he was lost. We so couldn't make it in the top three. But I thought he had a good game. Anyway, third, I've gone with uh, Dom Young. Yeah. So, the stats were just like, I think he had a better game than Edgerton Lee. I know he scored five, so it's hard to say, but overall, the finish as well probably edged it for me. That was an unreal finish. Yeah. It's like making Sinesk. <laughs> second, second, I've gone DCE. Right. I think he beat Melbourne. Yeah. He's seven's probably got a large part to play. Two try assists. The 40 20 was collapsed. Three forced dropouts as well. Thought he controlled the game for large days. I, I get what Luke was saying about the last 15 minutes, perhaps, but they've won the game, really. He scored four. They scored as many as they could and they still, in the last six minutes, Melbourne, they still couldn't win. Yeah, true. Number one, I've gone Sean Johnson. This I like might be it. A complete, this might be a complete sympathy vote, but I felt <laughs> I felt so bad for him like recently. Like He just looked, he looked down, didn't he? And he, to come out with a performance, and it was only against the Tigers. Two try assists. I thought he was controlled the game with the boot. And like I said before, he, he seemed to run the ball more as well. He, he just looked energetic in the, uh, in the middle. Yeah. So. That's, uh, that's you reminiscing on a youth bar. We all love Sean Johnson because Sean Johnson's like the one when, when we were growing up, wasn't he? Just needed a goosey in there and that would have probably put him <laughs> <laughs> on the body for any more, sadly, does he? Uh, the killer is probably just rip. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, quite it's interesting good. this week. We've all gone for pretty different players. Yeah. So my one point went to Nico Hines. I thought yeah. he was unbelievable. Um, like I said before, probably the most informed player not to play Corridge in a good few years. Our two points went to Takiaho. I thought it's the best performances in him I've been a good, in a year. Um, he led that pack from the front and his, his stats spoke for themselves. And then my three points had to go to Andrew Lee. Yeah. <laughs> he scored five tries. If you can't, if you got five tries, you can't not get Yeah, that, that was my four bruises with it. So, uh, yeah, my honourable mentions were Tohu Harris. I thought, um, just because how much I love the Warriors win, you've got to give them loads of credit. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, that's my points. So, you got Rob's not happy with These are all big and edgy this week. Yeah. I had him in my origin team in week one. Got laughed at. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Edric Lee has some fun things to do just mean a circle. He needs to buy him some beer because he's made him like a world beer this week. No, mm. five five tries is ridiculous. I just I thought Dom Young was so good. Oh, he was. That's why Dom Young got that too. I, I thought I couldn't have both. So I'm gonna pick one. I'm gonna take Young. Yeah, <laughs> you were. I was like, that was me, Rob. I was like, I can't have both, but I can. One scored a hat. You do one scored five. They both have to go in. Eight tries between the pair of them at one seed. That's ridiculous. Oh, no, yeah. uh, so then, obviously, that was the round that's just in. Next round that's coming up. It's like, it's by round for a lot of teams. There's only four, well, for eight teams. It's only four, go on, Luke, sorry. 
just like to say, um, if you're wondering who is top of our 10 in the bin, Dalian and Medal so far this year, it'll be on our it'll be a post on Instagram coming soon, so tune in for that. Can I take a punt who I think it is? Yeah, go on. I'll not tell you because we'll keep it suspense for the Instagram, but yeah. I think it's Tarpany. Rob? I think I put him in my I think I put him in my two weeks in a row and we've all we've all put him in a bit. I thought DC in this week, but I can't think if he's been in other people's. So I wonder if DC's up there. Do you want to say who's top one? Leave the rest Yeah, of go on, say who's top. We only get a few listeners anyway. <laughs> Jerome Hughes. Oh shit, really? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. On six points. So he's had two threes then. Who's second? Tarpany. With five. Yeah, I knew, I knew we'd mention him a fair bit. Just fair enough, because Tarpany's having an unbelievable season. Tell you what, hang on. Do you say six points? So you give you give Edgett Lee three, and George give Edgett Lee three. He's now joint top. <laughs> 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 are we gonna we, sh- we should buy a little trophy and whoever wins it just take a little picture of it and DM it to whoever wins it on Instagram when <laughs> <laughs> the 10 in the bin Dalio yeah we need a proper name for it actually he's that is brilliant that <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah good but yeah like, like anyway like, like I was saying not many games this round uh, only four uh, first one being Sharks versus the Storm how do you see this one going, Rob? Uh, I assume both teams will be out origin players. Oh, yeah. Is it this, it's this weekend, this round, though, isn't it? And Origin's on this Wednesday. This weekend, Origin's Wednesday, so they'll be in camp, won't they? Of course, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So, that reasoning... Oh! <laughs> well, no, Hines will, will play for the Sharks, won't he? Yeah. They'll let him out. They let, they let like, Suwale not out, didn't they, last time? Then yeah, he'll play. Right, so you look at who, who's not playing for Melbourne. Grant Munster. Munster. Right, so there's going to be Papenhausen and Hughes. And then Sharks. Sharks going to be without Talakai <sighs> and Hines will well, just Talakai because Hines will play. This is a tough yeah. one to call now. Very I'm going to go with Sharks. I'm, I'm, out, I'm out there. I'm going with the Sharks. Go on then. What, what's the score? I'm going to say the Sharks are going to win. Big. <laughs> Go on. The Sharks are going to win 30 points to 10. Luke? I'm going against you. I'm going a storm win. <laughs> I'm going a close storm win. I'm going 18 16. The storm. Yeah, I think I'm going to... Oh, sorry, can I change that? I just realised who's kicking for both teams. I'm going 16-14 to the Storm. Okay. Uh, I think... I think I'm asking about the Storm, and it's more because of the week that's just been. I can't see a Craig Bellamy team getting 30 points put on two weeks in a row. That's my only thought process. Uh, did you see how livid he was? It apparently, he was absolutely... Yeah. Well, at least what well, And then in the direct yes room, he was just as bad. So I'm going to go, I'm also going to go tight storm win. I'm going to go 20 points to 18 to the storm. Sometimes it just matters what players are on the pitch though, doesn't it? You, you are, you're, not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I kind of hope you're right, Rob, for the sake of the league. I think it's more interesting if the Sharks do win, but I think the Storm will win. Uh, Knights-Selves next. Uh, I think Selves are going to win this one. I think they're going to win it 
big. The trails obviously staying. They're not re- losing Cork and Murray. Is that it? I think they'll back up. Mor- they? No, they can't. They, oh, they can't. oh, shit, yeah. Murray, still- Cook and Arrow. Ooh. Oh, an arrow, yeah. No, I still think they'll win big those Souths. I think it's going to be something like 30 points to 16 to Souths. I think this might be closer than you think with the players gone. I think the trail in there is big, but I think I think the bunnies will win. I don't think it'll be big. I think it'll be 28-16. bunnies. Yeah. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, it's tough for that. I completely I, I didn't mean they were backing up, but they're not playing at all, are they? I'm trying to think of bunnies without Murray and Cook. So you have that. Um, I don't know how you say his name, like Mamazelli guy. Yeah. yeah. Or Havili. Mm, yeah, I'm going to go Roberto's win 22 10. Yeah. You've also got no KP for the Knights, but I suppose they won without him. But that would be better about him. Who else don't they have? That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Gagai. Oh, yeah. I'm sticking with it. It's- yeah. Uh, third game is the Tigers versus the Eels. I'm just thinking about it now. Do the Eels lose anyone? Uh, Paulo. Well, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going Eels, 50 points. <laughs> eight. <laughs> that's my That's my prediction. I'm going to go... 46 10 no 46 46-12 because okay. the Eels I'm guessing yeah 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 I can't argue with a comfortable Eels win but I'm going slightly less than you two I'm going 34-4 yeah I just with, with the Eels not losing anyone like I mean Ball is a good player but like major like a, like a halfback or a couple of thirds in the pack I think it's going to be a long afternoon for the Tigers the Eels are capable of putting a big scoreline on someone. Yeah. Mm. Um, and for fantasy-wise, oh no, I'm not even playing this week. I was going to say fantasy. Oh, Papa Lee has a great game. I don't even got to see it. Uh, course of one week, they play West. <laughs> <laughs> Just <pick up. laughs> it's fucking... Nah, for a forward, you want a lot of tackles, don't you? So it's not the end of I think this is a derby. West Paramount is a big derby. It is. It is. I'm going to change mine. <laughs> oh, whoa. Hang on. Are we allowing this? But yeah, it's not, it's not set in stone. All right, go on. 22-16 to, to the Eels. I thought you were going to say West, then. Where's he sitting? Just, just a bit closer. Okay. And then final game of the round, uh, Broncos-Dragons. And I think because of injuries and origin... Oh, no Ben, no ben Hunt. No Ben I'm, Hunt. I have no yeah, idea. Luke, you, Luke, you can take this one first. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I have no idea what to predict in this game. I genuinely have no clue. Ah, oh, no Ben Hunt. No Ben Hunt. No one, Luke. You've not got Cobbo, Haas, K-12. Oh, that's so true. That is so true. But we do have Reynolds. You have Reynolds and you who have Mark. Who and is Dragon. replacing Dragon at Pondo 7? Is it Moses Enbai? <laughs> yeah, it will be. I'm going Maybe. Broncos. Go on. I'm going a painful game. I'm going 16-6. Yeah. For the Rob, how, do you, how do you see this one going, Rob? The Reynolds thing is worrying me. 
And I'm thinking if Luke's gone against me on the Sharks, Melbourne. Oh, stop being tactical. <laughs> and I get this wrong. Uh, no, fuck it. I'm on the Dragons. Fuck the Broncos. I'm on the Dragons. I'm going to go 12 10. No, they've just won that. I'm going to go. Because oh. of Ramsey and a moan, 16 12 for Dragons. 16 12 Dragons. That's the hardest one I think we've had to predict in a long time. I actually really don't know. Because obviously, you. That's the hardest, to, the hardest yeah. one to predict since uh, I had Manly speak Melbourne last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you use a miss with all the players, but I think the Dragons missing front is massive. It is, yeah. Uh, we should have done this after we sent Teamless. Yeah. No, I'm going Dragons. I'm going to go Dragons. It's going to be a low score. It's going to be 14 10 to the Dragons. Sorry, Luke. Um, and then, so yeah, but obviously, the reason there's a lack of games this week, and obviously we've just talked, there's game, Origin Game Three. It's not this Wednesday coming; it's Wednesday the thirteenth. But we won't, we won't have a podcast. Our next podcast, just as a heads up, is going to be out on the, the day after Origin Three, which is the fourteenth of July, which is the, this following Wednesday. Uh, gives us a chance to cover Origin. Just wanted to quickly go over the squad, uh, go over the squads. Um, Obviously, there's been a few changes, some for, some not for, for both teams. We've had, with the Blues have made a couple of changes. So for the Blues, uh, for the, in place of the injured Payne Haas, they brought in Jordan McLean. And then, uh, is that it? I think that's it, actually, isn't it? Uh, and yeah. uh, that's it, apart from the reserves. And then Queensland, again, have made a few changes. With, with your fourth, uh, Jer- Jeremiah Nanai comes in to start in 13. And then Tom Gilbert will make his origin debut off the bench at 17. Um, firstly, what do you think of both of squad, boy? Uh, I feel like we've said this at every team that's come out this year. There's some odd picks again, isn't there? There's been some odd picks. McLean and Nanai is the big ones. Because... I don't see why you'd replace Haas for McLean and I don't understand the Nanai thing and no no for to at seventeen at least. Yeah. yeah. He's had a good game as well in the minutes he played. Yeah, starting Nanai is a huge worry for me. Like his defence is just isn't good enough. I don't think and Tom Gilbert's an odd one. Like Yeah, so I think Tom I think Tom Gilbert's an odd one. He's a steady Eddie, isn't he, Tom Gilbert? So why don't you start him and then bring the impact Nana off the bench? Is he a prop Gilbert or is he a second row? Back row. Why do they always carry two back rows on the bench? I don't get it. It's like they like the, the, the like faster players around the middle, don't they? Well, but with the Blues, Angus Crichton will play in the middle and you know he can play in the middle. So, for them, like, I just I feel like I, I feel like Mo Fottaway has done hard, been hard done by. Yeah, again. He's not even in the reserves. No, like me again, but I don't think Addy would agree with that. So what? So what? If you're looking at that Maroon squad now, the period, what um, what changes are you making? Who else could they play at second row apart from Nani? Because hmm. I wouldn't start for Peter. I'd have him at seventeen. Do you know, do you know who I'd have had? But did his ACL a few weeks ago. Um, he and Luca. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have been looking at him, but obviously days of ACL about a month ago. Can't yeah, think so of it. They're both really He's a, I'm just thinking of people who are Queensland eligible. That's not a bad shout. Yeah. No, I don't like Buffalo. Well, for me, the things that change, 
Oates had come in for Talangi. I think a lot of people would agree with that one. Yeah. Um, I'd have started Arrow at second row for Nanai, and then I'd have dropped Gilbert and I'd have brought in either a prop of Flegler or Mo Fotowaker. So then you've still got your two props on the bench whilst starting Arrow. Yeah, I didn't even consider starting Arrow. That's a good shout. Uh, yeah. Other than that, the only interesting thing for me in the Maroon side is some of the reserves, like Sam Walker. For I think I mentioned, that I mentioned that before. The move obviously wants to not be fully fit. Is he covering six? Potentially, but I think did end up going straight at six. I think Sam Walker's purely in there for experience. Yeah. I think my change for the Maroons, I've got a bit left field with this one so I'd have Cobo and Oates both on the wing um, but then I was I, I, I kind of wanted to drop Gagai where I, it's hard to do because he's, he's played so well at Origin in the past I think he's been really poor at Origin this year uh, but I didn't know what to really put at centre so I actually put the hammer at centre but I don't know how much of, of a better decision that is I know <laughs> when, you say, when, you, when you say it out loud you're a bit like oh actually They've gone at Gagai a lot, and I think you've and you've just met. We've got Nanai, DC, Gagai, and Cobo all on the same edge. Not that the hammer makes them that much more defensive, so, uh, solid defensively. I just think Gagai would be the one to drop out for me. Uh, I would move Tino back to prop. I would put Carrigan at thirteen. I would also arrow in the back row. Um, with Prentino to prop, I'd put Papali to the bench, I'd move Fotowaker to, well, I'd put Fotowaker at 17. So I'd make quite a few changes, especially to the forward back of the Maroons. I think you're right. I think, I think I'd think i do the same. I'd move Tino into the forwards, into the prop, into, into prop, sorry. I'd move, um, Carrig, start Carrigan at 13. I'd put Fotowaker, I'd swap Arrow and Nanai, and I'd bring Fafita at 17 and then I'd get rid of Gilbert and make that Fotowaker on the bench and have Fafita and Fotowaker on the bench. Yeah, I think, do you think they could potentially swap, I know, swap Nanai and Capewell around? I know Nanai's only ever played right back row, but just purely for defensive reasons. Um, If they feel comfortable to play, putting Nanai on the left, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, I, if you're the Blues, you're looking at that. Right edge of the of the road that you could work. We could get out there. They're gonna rip it to shreds. I'm not confident. Look at this side now. Because there's more Murray plays left back row as well, doesn't he? Yeah, that's mm. that's. You know what? As well, I know one of my blues ones is actually to swap White into Talakai. But imagine a few tired bodies on that right side. You bring Talakai on. Yeah, I yeah, completely agree. Came on. In Origin 2, he came right on at DCAD. Just yeah. put him on Nanai, DC, Gagai. Could even, yeah. Could be the right decision, that. Yeah. Put his arse on the line, Billy Slater, isn't he, by not making a huge amount of changes, even though we got battered. It's hard to yeah. do with Origin 3, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think we'll move on to the Blues. Obviously, the Blues squad have sort of stayed pretty... Pretty similar, really. There's only there's been a couple of there's been a uh, I think there's only one change in McLean in for Haas, which is uh, which was four. I think for myself, I wouldn't have McLean in there. I'd probably be having RCG, but I, I I'd I, but I'd also maybe consider Clemmer. I'm probably saying RCG has played Origin this year, but Clemmer's playing well. And then an unforced change for me 
I, I, after seeing him in the squad last time, and you know what you might not even say, I feel like the idea of Victor Radley in the squad. I think he covers a lot of positions, and I just think he, I just think he's an Origin player. I think I'd have him at seventeen or Metallica, because at least if you had no. to bring him on in the middle, he could play in the middle. How many thirteens do you need? Don't, not this, not this, not this time, Jordan. I don't think. But I wouldn't. But I wouldn't have to play. I wouldn't be like I have to play him as a thirteen. I mean, I think he could cover prop. I think he could cover back row. And hooker. And hooker, yeah. You don't need. You don't need to cover hooker. You don't need to cover hooker, but. That God forbid anything happens, he could. Yeah, I like. I'm starting to think I like Talakai now. I'm starting to think of some of the players that are playing on the right side, Queens and. But I did. I do have White in at 17 at the moment, just because how well he played in the first game. I feel like it's harsh to leave him out. Um, and RCG, I think I'd have Clemmer, but we said before his Origin career is over. Clemmer would be my first choice, though. Mm. Yeah. For me, it's understandable there's not too many changes how good they were in Origin 2. I agree with you both in the sense that I wouldn't have McLean in. I don't get it. He offers barely any go forward. If you're in, if he, like you said before, if he's in just for the defence, then you've got two defensive props starting. And then if you look at, if you look at back to Origin 1, that's where it was won. For the Queensland, they dominated the forwards with book speed, and you've got two slow body, slower bodies there, mm. which is a worry for me. Um, and then on the bench, I don't know. I, I get, I get, I'm the same as you, Rob, with the sense that now I'm looking at that right edge for the Queensland, and I can understand the Talakai inclusion. Uh, I'll probably I'd play RCG instead of McLean, like you two would probably start Barlow. Um, other than that. If if you play behind um, White in at seventeen, I just don't, I just don't see where I don't see where he comes on. Yeah, yeah. Come on at thirteen, wouldn't he? Probably. And, then, and go on, sorry, Yo played seventy last game, so you're going to sub off Yo earlier or play Yo prop? You I got think that's what he would players. have. What he would have done if I think he'd give Murray maybe perhaps give Murray a rest maybe. Oh no, yeah. I think regardless of no injuries, that 17 position's only playing 20 minutes max anyway. So yeah. probably rather have a 20 minute telecom and a 20 minute white. I think White could be unlucky that he didn't get in over Crichton. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Position based. Yeah. Side. Um and do you know what? I I I, I want to be proven wrong with McLean, I just can't see it. No, yeah. Should we uh, have a prediction then? Yeah, so I thought I thought now what we'd do is obviously the last game of origin, we'll do our prediction of the match and who we think is gonna win the Wally Lewis with it being with it being origin free. So I can put my hand up to go first. Go on, go on. Go on, go on mate. My first episode we did, I said Queens are going to Brisbane to yep. to win the series. I've completely done a U turn. <laughs> Blues are gonna win the series at Suncorp big forty sixteen. Jesus Christ. Yeah, who's your man of the match in the game then, Rob? <laughs> Matt Burton. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If this is right, then... And then, and then finally, who gets your series? Well, player of the series, the Wally Lewis. It's best not be Matt Burton. No, John, I'm going to change me man of the match. Uh, I'm going to say Cleary and Cleary. Okay. How boring is that? It can only be. 
if they win this, Cleary was the best player in the second game, best player in the third game, they'll win the Wallabies. Go on, George, you can go next. Okay, I, I have a, I, I do see a Blues win. I, I thought the Blues would win 2 1, I just didn't think they'd win it this way. But I've gone for Blue, not as big as Rob. I've gone 22 16 to the Blues. Uh, and I kind of wish I went first because I've also got Cleary man of the match, Cleary the Wally Lewis. I can't see anything else. If the Blues win, it's through that man. And I think him winning the Wally Lewis is the start of him having a, a career year. We mentioned it last year, we mentioned it last podcast. This will be the first of a lot of individual accolades that will put him down into that next echelon of players. Sorry, Joe. Change mine to 40 12. <laughs> Why have you took blue points off the Maroons? Not give them can't be that many tries in a state of origin game. They're not taking them off the blue. Go on. And then finally, Luke one gives your prediction. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going for it. Queensland win. Queensland series win. They're winning it. 20 points to 10. And man of the series is Patrick Carrigan. Who's your man of the match for this game then? <laughs> Um, Carrigan. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm right with that, then scenes. Yeah. I mean, I can. If, if, if things have managed to win the series and Monster doesn't get man of the match, then something's gone mad. Yeah, do you know what, lovely? To be fair, if they do win the Marauders, there is a massive argument for Carrigan being their best player across all three games. Yeah, I you won't get it. You'll go to Monster or Ponga. Yeah, I know they went Ponga, but no. they'll go to Monster if they win it. Yeah, uh, but it'd be interesting to see. I, I look forward to. Uh, we have got some sad news actually. Next pod, next podcast, we are going to be missing a member. We are going to be missing our mate Luke. He's on holiday. Yeah. That'd be even funnier if his prediction comes in now. He can't even gloat about it. Oh, I'm tuning in if that if that prediction comes in. Don't you worry, even when I'm on holiday. Well, tell you what, Lee, what you have to do is you'll have to uh, just uh, have a little like five minute recording of yourself that edit into the podcast. Uh, <laughs> if you win. But yeah, so, a celebration of video on our story on Instagram if we win. At yeah. 10 of At 10 of So you, you'll be away, but we are going to bring in, he probably doesn't even know this, but we're bringing in Jacob. What <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, I said so, that? What if he says no? You well, know, he's coming in. He's coming in. He, he's, he's I been, don't reckon we tell it. I don't reckon we should tell him we see if he's listened to the podcast this long to know that he's in. Yeah, that's a great point. So, Jake, when you listen to this, that you've been drafted in, drop us a message. You're in next week. Next next Wednesday, 9.30, Jake, you're in. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's origin chat, so we're all done. But yeah, yeah so... They're being safe hands. They're being safe hands. He knows his stuff. Yeah, so we'll miss you, Luke. We will miss you. Uh, but I'm looking forward to origin. The side at some point doesn't get much better. We have looked at flights. They're £1,600 each, so we're not going ridiculous <laughs> anyone would like to help us get there feel free if there's anyone out there bloke bar bloke midi anything you know just get on us we want a sponsor I'd just say if there's anyone out there willing to give us some free accommodation because we can pay the flights then yeah Luke Thompson is the fan of the Instagram page if he wants to help us get over there then we'll, we'll get on his flight with him and we don't even have to fly business we're willing yeah. to fly economy we will, we will fly economy I'm willing to find the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go in a dog kennel if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You've heard it there first. Emirates, Qatar Airlines, Luke will travel in a dog kennel if you're ready. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> that for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> you get a stop. 
<laughs> he gets stuck with all the luggage at Heathrow on the way back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you're right. I don't think know. You came out with a dog kennel um, on the carousel. <laughs> we had to you, <laughs> like, you, know, you know that scene on Toy Story 2 where yeah. Slinky's in the dog kennel and he's going to go, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> I'd only pick you up off the carousel if you started barking. <laughs> but yeah, so looking forward to it. Um, and you'll be, there will be a new voice on the podcast next week. Um, finally, we'll move on to Super League. Final bit. Sorry, go on, no, mate. Go on. Doesn't matter. Actually, doesn't matter. Hey, you can't you can't leave the listeners hanging. I'll talk about. It. I was going to give a bit of an introduction to Jacob, but I'll do that when he's on the podcast. Oh no, we'll, we'll, introduce, we'll introduce Jacob next week. Yeah, next week. Cool. Anyway, Super League. Um, first game of the round. We're with over these. We're with over these. But Super League, we got first game of the round was Cast Giants. And in 26-18 to Cavs, who I think are actually putting a little bit of a run of games together. That's two home games against third and fourth at the point. None of us got this right, did we? No, no, none of us got this one right. I couldn't see past the Giants win, uh, but right. impressive from Cavs. Could they challenge the top five, possibly? Home form. On home form, yeah, but it's the away form, isn't it, for them? They're just riding that wave of Love Island, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. And also, a um, bit of a blow for them. If you'd have tuned into our Instagram this week, you said our weekly Super League injury list and said that Jake Truman's picked up a bit of a knock to his knee, so he might be out this week. It is, it is both of them, but Danny Rich was their best player against Giants. He played really well. Yep. Oh, we all know. I, we know I might be taking a bit of a blow this week, who though? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, next game was... Uh, FC, uh, FC versus Rhinos, which I stupidly predicted to be one of the most boring games of rugby to ever exist. And Leeds scored, <laughs> and Leeds scored 62 points. So I don't know why people listen to this podcast because we clearly don't know what we're on about. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, um, someone said Leeds big. Yeah, who did say Leeds big? Let's have a look who said Leeds big, shall we? Uh, no, Leeds big was Rob. But still not big enough. You were 22 no. points off what they actually scored. That's the scary part. Oh, no. we, all think... bat, we all bat the rounds, but I didn't, I didn't see him winning that big. I don't think anyone on, in the UK would have seen that scoreline. No. How bad a hole? Really poor. Really, really, really poor. In- Injuries are playing a part, though, aren't they? Yeah. Well, still, they had enough players on that pitch not to get 62 points put on. Yeah, that's true. You know, here's, here's, I know everything about Hull. I know, did anyone, you may not have seen, I saw on Twitter from Saints fans who were in Catalan or um, that Josh Reynolds was in Catalan this weekend. I don't know if you said that might, be, that might be a little bit of excuses. Josh Reynolds was in Catalan. I'd have him. Oh, I don't know if he's there. I wouldn't say he's there for Saints. I'm I, I moment is he there for Catalan. No way can they afford him on a Saturday. Not they can, but what is he doing in Lorette de Mar on, while Saints are Catalan? He's either going to Saints or he's going to Catalan. Oh, so, so, so has he left Hull now? He yeah. left Hull by mutual consent. And I'd read somewhere that he'd found a club in Australia, like a, like a New, a New South Wales Queensland Cup Cup. But he was in Carlisle. Either he's there, visiting mates or whatever. I don't know what he was there. And I just found it a bit interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't you? If I was Saints, I'd have him turn of the season, definitely. Do you that's the thought process? No, I don't think he'd fly to Catalan to watch Saints play. I don't think that would make sense, but... I can't see Castle. Surely to God, Catalan can't fit him in. But then could he be just in France in general and he could have gone to Toulouse? Yeah, he could have been, but, but 
Toulouse is nowhere near. Yeah. Strange on that. Same maybe, one. I just he was want... up with, maybe he was just meeting up with some... He played Origin, didn't he? Yeah. Um, maybe he was just meeting up with an old friend in Mitch Piss. Of course. I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to... Throw smoke to, uh, put smoke on a fire, but it, it just sounded it just felt interesting when he was there. Yeah, journalist over here, just Paul <laughs> Blake just wanted to see his mate and Jordan <laughs> signing for Saints. It's not a four year deal. Well, uh, when it happens, get on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll blow us up from. We'll get that on the story at 10 in the bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, third game of the third game of the round was. Dragons Saints, uh, Catalan Dragons versus St. Helens. Uh, Dragons winning 2018. Really good game. Obviously, we're, we're Saints fans, so a bit disappointed, but I thought the game was good. I mean, I'm going to be classic Saints here, but the ref was fucking shite, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, not only do no one else in Super League want us to win games, but now the refs don't want as well. I was still a I didn't get sent off that pitch. Mickey McCall, I understand. Maybe 50 50. How Napa didn't get sent off that pitch is beyond me. It's, it's shown how they've announced today that it's been referred to the GS3 panel, which is minimum four games. So, this is what I was just about to say. Is I'm what what Super are getting wrong at the moment is that they're banning players, they're giving players quite big bans after the game, but the team don't benefit the team that they that they are getting the bans from aren't benefiting during the 80 minutes. So now every team that Catalan plays for the next minimum four games are benefiting from the fact that maybe not it's fucking crap. But the, the, in, in essence, the benefit of the fact that he's not there. Well, we we played against, we played 13 on 13 for, oh, well, 13 on 13 for most of the game. When in reality, it should have been 13 on 12 for, what, 60 minutes? Something like that? When, when did he? I don't know. That was a red card all day for me. What's for me? Tatalano got sent off for Hurl. I know it was a bit worse than that. But I, don't think, I don't think it was that much worse. No. Uh, you know who's shite as well? <laughs> Cassiano. He, he is. He's just a flat track bully. He'll only run a half back. Yeah, it's interesting. funny you should say that actually because I'm having a conversation with my dad about this because he's out of com- out of contract at the end of the year. My dad's reckon my dad would have him at Saint three years. He's going he's going um he's going wire. Oh yeah. Him and Duds are going him and Duds are going to wire. Yeah, he made a lot of mistakes in that game. Yeah. That try from Wellsby though, where he took it off him. Yeah. Yeah, big loss or something to that. I do think I, I, there was just a few moments I lost in that game. I think a uh, lot. I, 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 I hate slating low match, but I think he should have made that tackle in the corner. When was I can't say his name? Is it Lang? Lang I don't know how you say his name. The centre. He put it Lang. down. Yeah. No, no, not Langy. He was not. He did one. Oh, that French guy. Yeah, I can't say his name. And then also, Grace sort of backed out of the dive in the corner. I think he was a lot. You watch Dom Young at the weekend, you watch Regan Gray, it's like, they should be doing the same thing there for me. He's quite yeah. good defending, though, to be fair. You can't do that. He took yeah. his arm. I think it's a big loss for Saints, actually, because we were poor in the Sinbin 10 minutes. We didn't, yeah, I think we scored any points in them Sinbin 10 minutes. I think you, I, I, it's a big loss for Saints, but I think if we'd have won that game, I'd have almost gone as far as to say that we'd have won legally as Shield, but now we've lost that game. And then we've got to then travel up to Newcastle and play Wigan. And then all of a sudden we're back level and points to Wigan if we lose. We've got Huddersfield a week after. I quite yeah, yeah. We're, we're in a big period okay. that we could have done with winning that first one. You've got Toy Mason with a potential hamstring injury. You've got Matty Lees has got a one-match ban from the Judiciary Panel. I don't even remember what he did in that game. It was when Lange was coming off in the escape set and someone no, took him off. Yeah. 
I've seen a, there was a lot on Twitter today with next referee. I think his name's Ian Smith. And it's quite he's quite honest and open. He's basically saying that it, it was contact with the head, so it will always be a grade A one, a grade A one match ban. But what he would say, well, it would definitely always be a grade A. He said, but if I was Saints, he would uh, challenge it because they called it grade A reckless or careless. But it wasn't because it, it's just not, if someone's dropping and you're here and they've dropped your shoulder, it's not reckless because there's nothing you can do. He said, I challenge that ruling, but yeah. Yeah. And last thing on Saints, it looks like Green Grace could be going to French Rugby Union, which is a big blow. Is that, is that immediately? Or end of the season? No, end of the season. I don't think it's confirmed either, but it's the rumours coming out. A French rugby is going to sign for Racing 92. Big side over there, then. Yeah, they are. And you've got to automatically think money is why he's going to France. It has to be, it has to be money, though, because uh, he wouldn't be able to play for Wales if he went to that. Could. No? He'd have to have an exception. He probably would get one. Do you think? I, that was the first, when I saw that, the first thing I thought was it has to be only money, money that because... I'm sure didn't like um, don't have to play in Wales for 12 months of Reece a Webb didn't play for Wales once he moved to Toulon at Scrum Half and that's where the others came in I think some of, I think there's a thing where only a certain amount of them outside the, the the four regions can play for Wales and there's a few that have got exceptions but do you make an exception for a player who's never played before yeah they've Wales Rugby Union will have a big part in him coming to Rugby Union, so there'll be some form of something going on there, surely, to go. Yeah. You, you know what I was thinking? Yeah, but then if you think he was a big part of Wales Rugby Union, you think it's time for a Welsh region. Exactly, oh, yeah. well, I, I couldn't understand that, sir. If, that, if them rumours are true. They, that, that's where the money comes in, because them Pro 14 teams offer so much more than everyone else. Yeah, they, they do. You not really money, going for money, would you? Career is short. Career short, yeah. And... To be fair, I was thinking about reading Grace the other day. I think there was one of his kick returns where he just like flew through the line. Should have should have been a way a good tackle, good tackle from Tompkins. But I was thinking if he's going to get that much space on a rugby union pitch, think about how big a rugby union pitch is and how yeah. much space to the outside broken, back. Broken line. He could be quite good, couldn't he? For me, just would have to be a little bit better. He's got so much better under the high ball, but unions are different kettle of fish, isn't it? When it comes to, but for a winger. Can he kick as well? But does that matter? George North can't kick a ball. <laughs> True. He was a top winger for ages, so... Yeah. I just find it hard to believe that, yeah, maybe we're going for money, but surely the big thing is playing for Wales. Yeah. That, that was what got me, but it, they'll, they'll probably get something in the pipeline for him to play for Wales. From a Saints perspective, bro, do we have anyone coming through? Or what What, what do we do there? Have we lost a winger? Is his contract up or we get money for him? Contract up. That's paying now. Yeah. I think I think we're going to look to the championship or something. I don't think we're going to spend. I don't want us to spend money on a winger, unless you play Apuati at wing next year. I know we could play on the wing. We could sign from the leagues. League One player of the year last year, Rob Masson. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely ripped him for the Crew Crew Crusaders last year. So get off the Saints. True. No, I don't actually know. We could play Ferguson. He's over here. Yeah. Yeah, but we only do a year or something. If we did sign him, we want someone a bit bit longer than that, don't we? Yeah. We'll probably just pick someone from the championship and maybe another development type of guy because I'm not too worried about not getting a big name on the wing. No. Yeah, Jack Owens. 
Oh God, no. <laughs> but you know, there must be someone. There must be people in Super League who are knocking about who. Unless they try and hijack the Tom Johnson to Catalan. I wouldn't say no. Nixon and Johnston. Pretty decent. Biscuit, are you? Yeah. Looks like a challenge. Ooh, he's gone to Lee anyway. But we're just... Ugh. Is he going to leave for next year or is it for the end of this year? I wouldn't say Charlie, no way. I wouldn't say Charlie, either, just for like morals. <laughs> yeah. Same way I wouldn't take Tom Lynham. <laughs> yeah. I've never, I think he's, he's up there top three most hated players ever. <laughs> I'm looking out wrong there. Sorry if you're listening to me. Anyway, um, Toulouse will play the other game in France on Saturday. Both French teams winning on, on this Saturday just gone, actually, which is good for rugby league in this part of the world. Uh, Toulouse winning 28 6. Obviously, massive for Toulouse. Hooky, our world missing a few players, um, but still big for Toulouse. Oh, and also, Rob, you said Dragons were going to win. Me and Luke said things. But, um, and then I think I think on this one, Toulouse, uh, Toulouse was backed by Luke. So, congratulations, Luke. Big one, that's only their third win of the season. It is big. Very big. Uh, it's better than a Manly Melbourne Storm prediction. I think it would have been a good prediction if Hooky were playing like second string team. Yeah. Well, that only, that only came out after. Yeah, you didn't say it till afterwards. <laughs> no, it's big for them, though, isn't it? It is big for them. Yeah, I hope they stay up so bad. Yeah, gone post four points off Wakefield now, and I think they played them in a few weeks. They playing this week? Weekend. Is it this week? Imagine yeah. weekend. See, they're gonna win there. They're right back in it. God, I hope they stay up. You sick? Yeah, see, See, I, I think it's really big for all if they stay up. Send yeah. Wakefield down, Jesus Christ. No, send Warrington down, please. See, I want Warrington to go down, but they cannot go down. No, they can't. Send them down. Yeah. Send them down, but give someone else their money. That would be what I want. Um, yeah, congratulations to Tillys. We bang on about it every week, but try and keep in the league whatever, whatever we can. Yep. Um, Wakefield, Wigan. Um, pretty straightforward win for the Warriors, winning away 46-22 winners. Uh, we all said Wigan. Um, they're, just, they're, they're in good form. I mean, it's a game they should be winning, but still putting 46 on the team is not, not the easiest thing to do. Yeah, I'm getting, I say this every week, getting more and more worried about Wigan. The only positive to come out of this game from a Saints fan's perspective is they did concede 22. So Yeah. And then and I think another word is just I feel bad banging on about getting rid of Trinity, but if you had to get rid of them or to lose, I'm getting rid of them every day of the week. Yeah, they've been poor the last two weeks. I'm not. I'm not like a Wakefield hater. I have actually nothing against them as a club or as a community. It's just like if you've got to get rid of one of them two clubs, it's, it's got to be them. And imagine weekends on this Saturday, we're all getting together to watch, aren't we? I yeah. will. I will have my Toulouse top on to watch this game because that's the team I'd want to stay up. Me too. Yeah, I'm the same. And then my favourite game of the round, <laughs> Warrington Salford. I just with Salford winning 32-24. I just think it's great. I just, I really do. Like I think it's What's fantastic. They, they were like ten points up with ten minutes to go. It's, oh, I think they were fourteen points up actually with ten minutes to go. It's just I just absolutely love how shite they are. Makes you so, makes you so happy. And I, and I mean this in the nicest way, but I I love that those people who stand in the left corner and we go. I hope they're crying. 
<laughs> you mean all the ten-year-olds, you Irish bastard? Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> Look at their next four games. They're not winning one of them. Catalan, Castleford away, Hull KR, and Huddersfield. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, congratulations to Solford. I think they're playing well, but yeah, why are, why are in dire, dire situations, aren't they? Solford yeah, yeah. can cement themselves really in this top eight at the moment. Yeah, I think they've played themselves out of relegation contention as well, which is good for them. Yeah, big time. Right, and then finally, obviously, it's Magic Weekend up in Newcastle this this um, this weekend in Super League. Every game, every team obviously is playing this weekend up in Newcastle. We've been and we, me and Luke have been. It's a good night out. Uh, so if you're going, I hope you enjoy it. Great football club as well. <laughs> yeah just blood money um, <laughs> fellas so first game we just mentioned it Wakefield to lose uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go to lose when I actually don't think they'll win but I'm going go <laughs> to I'm gonna go to lose because I want them to I'm going to say 16-12 to lose what are you saying Rob tough on this because I'd like to lose to win I can wait I wait for going to lose another yeah, they are. So who's going to win? I think they're going to win 24-14. And then Luke? I'm going Wakefield because Rob's gone to lose. <laughs> I'm going um, 20 points to eight. To Wakefield, okay. We all know uh, Rob's going on this next one. No, no. Do we? I thought Rob was going to Wigan again. So, the big one, Saints-Wigan. I think it's Whoever wins this is going to go on and win the league leaders. Uh, I'm going to pack Saints, obviously. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be close. I think. What do I, I'm going to say? 24. Who's kicking for us? Yeah, 24 to 20 to Saints. Don't know who's kicking who for us. Ben Davies kicked on the weekend. Is Hopwater going to play? Hopefully. How come Makinson didn't kick on the weekend? We're not finished. Wasn't on the pitch. Oh yeah. So what are you saying, Luke? Uh, oh god, tough on this. I'm going Saints win. I'm going 18-14 in a cracker. Cracker. There's no. If I go Saints as well, there's no like penalty against me if I go Saints big. No, there's not. <laughs> so what are you saying, Rob? But we're doing right. Every little pie-eating bastard out there. 36-10. Nice. And also, I'd like to emphasise that this is the biggest derby in Super League and not whole fucking Hulk KR. Well, I, the Earl of Derby actually named this the derby. This actually is the only... This and something else is the only derby. Just because you're in the same city doesn't mean it's bigger. No one else outside of Hull is interested in the both Hull both teams. <laughs> Hull is the headliner as well on the Sunday, like no, but it's not the headliner. It's the one that everyone's already gone home for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rhinos Cass, which I think would be quite a good game. Obviously, it's a bit of a derby. Not a bit of a derby. It's a derby. Good game. I'm worried about the Rhinos in this one. I'm going oh. to say I'm going to say they're going to put a few points in as well. I'm going to say thirty points to twenty-four in a good in a fan in a good final game on the Sunday on the Saturday. Sorry. I fancy the Rhinos as well, but I don't know. Tough one, isn't it? I'm going to take Cass. I'm going to take Cass. I'm going to take Cass 2014. 2014 for Cass, yeah. 
playing well, Cass. Luke? I'm going to take a gamble on the fact that Truman isn't playing and go Leeds. 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 Um, I'll go 22-16. 22-16 to Leeds. Be a good game, that one, I think. If you've got Sky Sports, I'd get on to watch that one. It's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Huddersfield, Salford. Much we just big up Salford then. I can only see a Huddersfield win it. Um, 28-12 to the Giants, I think. For that one. Yeah. Luke, what, you say, what, are you, what are you saying for this one? Yeah, Huddersfield win, 26-6. Oh, that was so... I thought you said 20-6 then. Okay. Uh, then, Rob? <laughs> Love Will Price, Huddersfield all the way. Uh, 30-12. 30-12 to Huddersfield. Okay, uh, Cattle and Wire. This is going to be <laughs> two points to nil. <laughs> Dragons. And I, can I just say, actually, it's really nice this. We went to Magic Weekend in 2018 and there was a, a family from Warrington sat in front of us who gave us grief all day. So I, I just hope if you go in, you have the shittest time. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my little niche anyway. So anyway, go on, Luke, what's your... Well, that's them turning the podcast off and never watching it again, if they are. <laughs> but I'm going Catland winning. Oh, you know what? I'd love to pick a Warrington upset here because I've backed every week if you keep losing. I don't have the balls. I'm going Catalan. 22 22 10 22 10 to Catalan and then Rob easy Catalan all day just don't know why how just how many they're going to put on them I'm going to say who kicks the Catalan Bob Uh, oh yeah fucking hell do I know that Uh, I'm going to say I don't know I don't know 34 no 34 8 Dragons and, and then the closing of Magic Round both whole teams uh, actually a shite so I'm going to go 24 6 to KR such a tough one to predict this Derby for me I'm going to take Hull KR 18 12 yeah I do think it'll be a close one okay oh, I've got a few missing as well haven't I yeah is Coop back? I'm not sure. I'll probably only find out this week, won't we? Uh, I'm going big, but Hull FC win. Go on. And what's the score? 16-10. So, FC. There that's, we go. That's a shout if I get that right. That's, that, is, that is it for this podcast this week. Um, Hang on. Go on. Got a few more things, actually. Okay. Just need the uh, table reading out for the uh, predictions. Oh, yeah. Come to read it out. Yeah. Uh, so, there's been a bit of movement this week. Uh, so, in joint... It's joint second, isn't it? In joint second on 28 is myself and Luke. Yeah, buddy. I was an oh, outright leader. 30 is Rob. Two points ahead. Two yeah. Ahead. What a week. So, congratulations, Rob. What's, what's your other point? 
Well, we went with the witness bonus round last week. Oh, sorry, yeah, I haven't included that. Sorry, go on. Which we, uh, I think, we all got right. This week I'm going a bit different. <laughs> We're going to League One. Okay. It's the uh, North Wales Crusaders. Yeah. Against it says the Hurricanes. Yeah, I think it's the East Midlands Hurricanes. Is it? Yeah. Predictions. Crusaders to win. I've been to, I've been to stadiums at World Fortress. Uh, I've as well. What a day out. So I'm going to say big win. Forty two points to ten to the Crusaders with the back row. I'll exactly score it. Yeah. So reason why we probably said this is because we have a very good friend of ours plays for North Wales Crusaders. Um, Criminally underrated in the sport in this country, and it should easily be a championship, never mind Super League. But hey, um, I'm going a big Crusaders win because we are diehard crew fans. Crew, crew, crew uh, Crusaders. I'm going 24 4. <laughs> You're going big. That's big. Yeah, and finally, Rob, one with yours. Yeah, easy, easy dispatch by the uh, Crusaders here. I'm going to take them. Ah, oh, 38, uh, 14. Yeah. So we wish all the best to North Wales Crusaders. Uh, obviously pushing for promotion from League One up to the Championship where they probably belong. But is that your final? Was that your final point, Rob? Yeah, that was my final point. Just got to get them in there this week. With no, I, next. Don't, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree. Right. Well, that's it for us this week. Uh, like I said, finally, just one final shameless plug for the podcast. Which is a uh, for the, the podcast. We're on Instagram, so it's at Ten in the Bin. We have all of our content. We post like our poll uh, polls and stuff from the podcast, as well as all of our ratings, etc. So please go give us a follow at Ten in the Bin. And again, just a reminder: next week the podcast will be on Wednesday. Uh, sorry, on Thursday, the fourteenth of July. We will be missing Luke, but we will be gaining a new member to discuss Origin. Been a pleasure, boys. Speak to you next week. Perfect. Cheers.